Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to episode number 47 of Real Good Show, an episode that uh, you would think, in theory, would turn out to be uh, one of the few good episodes uh, for Jim Benning <laughs> that would pan out in the long run, uh, given its number namesake, of course, uh, Sven Berchi. You got right to the point. I Sven. did, yes, but given the uh, trade that went down earlier this evening, probably not an episode that's going to turn out too well for him. Uh, but yes, that's right, it's another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. Justin Morissette with you, as always, and with me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen, a very... Gleeful Leafs fan once again do, this evening. Do you usually? I forget. Do you say "real good show" in the title introduction usually or not? Uh, I yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of "Real Good Show." I don't think you said "real good show" there, though. Did I? I think you skipped the "real good show" part of it. Oh, did no, you? I think I said it off the top. Oh, maybe I just completely missed it. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. Well, we can do. You can do one, another one of those like uh, rewinds in the post credits. <laughs> To see if you found it like you did when we had you in on. Oh, and yeah. I told him that he scooped, said he scooped up <laughs> ladies. True, and he was true. like, I didn't say scoop. I never said scooped. I'd oh. never say anything like that. Well, he said a lot of things that were worse <laughs> than that. <laughs> Girls of England, if you're still listening somehow. I doubt you are. You're not. But if you are, prove us wrong. But what an interview that was. <laughs> yeah, should go was back great. and check that one out yeah. uh, with you and Curry if you have not uh, sure. listened to that. And also... Listen to last week's episode with Matt Wright. If yeah, that you have was great. Listen to that one also because yeah. it was released over the holiday weekend. Probably not the best timing. I no, did, generally I, not. That's not usually when people do stuff. I did want to get it out the door before people left on their weekend road trips so they could listen to it in the car, but uh, that didn't happen. No, absolutely. We said, you know what would be great? Listen to this while you're already drunk at your cabin <laughs> or when you're outside and have no access to technology. That's when everybody wants a podcast. Hey, let's go wakeboard. <laughs> and also listen to this podcast. Let's leave phone service for the weekend. Yeah, let's throw it on on the boat. That would be real good. Let's go hit some flips on these waves and also listen to these guys talk about sports on our lake. I bet, so, I bet one person did that. That'd be dope, honestly. Well, it wouldn't be. Have you, you been wakeboarding before? Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. yeah. I'm more of a water skier. Okay, so like, I, I can't up, even handle that. It's like the ski versus snowboard thing. It's like I grew up water skiing and I can do it. Yeah. So it's like, why do the thing that's way harder? Right. For me, like I ski, like snow ski. Right. And then I wakeboard in, instead of what? So right. It's, I don't but know. it's probably like the same thing. Like you wouldn't want I to learned go snowboarding because yeah. you'd be like, you'd go to have a day on the mountain. You'd be like, oh, I, I suck at this. When yeah. I'm on skis, I could just go down. No, no problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Unlike Jamie Ben. I'm just scared <laughs> of both. Really? Like, yeah, my never big done thing it? with winter sports is like it's too fast. I don't feel safe. I have to say, <laughs> I've only been skiing once, like, but it was for three days. Like, I went on like a ski vacation that I, but I had never skied before, and um, I was frightened at how fast you actually go. Like, I will say that. Like, I, I feel like you see it on TV and you're like, okay, they're racing. That's why they're going so fast because they're professionals. They're racing. I'm not going to go that fast. But like, if you don't turn, yeah. 
You go You're, really fucking fast. You went down a die. hill. Yeah, I know. You but might like, die. Yeah, you might die. Like, I grew up tobogganing. I went down hills that were steep. The, I don't know. It wasn't like that. I don't know. It was just, yeah, it was very frightening because you most of your falls are just like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going faster than I should be. And then you just fall down. Yeah. Because you're like, well, I'm, you start to think about it. They don't hurt necessarily. No. Because you're, you're falling on snow usually. Yeah. It can but, still be like super painful. I yeah. Guess. Well, I just contradicted myself. But I mean, yeah. yeah. They don't really hurt. Fall I into, mean, it can be super painful. Yeah. If you fall into powder, it's like fun. Yeah, that's fine. But, but if, if you fall into powder when you're going like 70 miles per hour. Well, that's not too bad. I mean, you get like. <laughs> I was just, yeah. Yeah, I think the worst is uh, is like falling, kind of going off like a little jump or something, and like falling. Yeah, that. And would you'll be. just like fall down the hill, and your the worst is when your skis go down the hill or snowboard or whatever. Well, I had one time where my ski came off and then hit me. Okay, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that was. I'll tell you. So that. you went further than it went, and then uh, it came from behind somehow. Yes. So basically, I went down. It went up in the air. Ah. And then landed. And then on landed me. and went down. Yeah. Whoa. No, it didn't go down. It hit me it just in, la- the, a- in oh. the air. Oh. It landed on oh, me. Oh, so it wasn't sliding. No, it was in the air. Oh, that's actually much worse. Yeah. No, it like hurt. Stabbed yeah. you. It didn't stab. <laughs> I don't know how sharp you think skis are. It didn't stab <laughs> me. It just landed on me. It hurt. And then they must be pretty sharp if they're going that it, fast. Yeah, it wasn't like it was. <laughs> yeah, it hurt. And then also one time I I was starting to get the hang of it by the second day, and I was doing pretty good. And then I fell, and I got mad that I fell. So I slammed my pole into one of the skis and broke the rental pole. And then I had to be like, oh, yeah, I think it like hit a rock. Or like I had to lie to the rental people. I couldn't be like, yeah, I just got mad at myself in this non-competitive environment. And I slammed my pole I on my ski. I just did the ski equivalent of throwing a video game controller. Yeah, exa- yes. Uh, that's 100% what I did. Yeah. I got real mad. The computer is a bitch on world-class difficulty. Have you thrown a I, controller before? Oh, are you joking? Yeah. I uh, okay. I've I've actually broken more remotes. I I actually recently broke a remote. I threw the remote to our sound bar into our couch. Like I I knew I <laughs> like I stopped and I was like, okay, throw it into the couch. It's soft. And I threw it and it hit the top of my couch, sprung off the top of my couch and hit the window and shattered. And then I broke I uh, I broke a controller and a remote control for the TV playing Whiz Pig in Diddy Kong Racing. I don't know if you guys ever played Diddy Kong Racing, but... Is WizPig the uh, wizard pig? That's correct, yeah. Oh, that's why he's called WizPig. You got it. I yeah. just got that. Oh, okay. Are you joking? No, I'm oh, serious. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's why he's called WizPig. <laughs> so he's a wizard pig. Yeah, that was a fun game. But that boss race was so hard. No, was the bullshit. first one in the yeah. rainstorm, you have to play with drumstick, and he's not very good at control. Like, he doesn't have the usual control this that you're a, used this to. This is like a cart game, except you're in a plane right? well you can be, well you plane, can be in a plane hovercraft, hovercraft or a car yeah. so the first boss race against him you're in a car but it's raining out so parts of the track are like hollowed out and there's rivers in them so you uh. have to hit every single speed burst to get over top of these rivers legitimately if you don't hit every speed burst over the course of three laps you lose period mm-hmm. and if you ever like if you make one mistake basically you lose so i spent a lot of time and i Broke a lot of plastic <laughs> over that boss race, but then uh, yeah, it is still hard. I went. Did you back beat him eventually? Though I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then because and then it's weird because you race him two more times and he's easier the other two times. It's very. They, they just want you to give up. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah exactly. 
So yeah, it was it's like that uh, Ninja Turtles so, game where like level oh, one is impossible. It. Yeah, Ninja Turtles one <laughs> is like so broken, it's unbelievable. Because it's like it's a combination of the game is very hard, and also the controls are super broken. So it's like it's just ridiculous. I remember making it to the water level, and then I mean the water levels are never good. I think in that's any the game. second level. Yeah, it's the second level. Yeah, you beat the first like sewer, and yeah. then you get access to the like overworld map. Yeah. And then you get to the underground. You have to disable bombs. And there's that like electrical seaweed. But the game's broken. So you can be like this. You could be like a couple inches on the screen away from the seaweed and get electric. And still get electrified. And it takes away half your energy. Well, it makes sense. You're underwater, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. That's realistic. That's like physics. Yeah, Yeah. Is it seaweed or were they eels though? No, I'm pretty sure it was seaweed. Okay. I feel confident in saying right. seaweed. And then, right. Yeah, and then you had to disable those bombs, and it was very difficult. Well, if anyone out there is an expert no on the original beaten it. Ninja I honestly game. don't know if anyone's ever beaten it. I'm, well, probably someone has. I, I would love to see the YouTube. I don't well, even know what level our, three looks like. Our friend Brian Gar recently did a speed yeah. run to beat Battletoads. Yeah. So we'll see if he can. Battletoads is, is hard, but not in the same way. Because at least with Battletoads, when well, you press the, a button, the bike, race. the bike race part, yeah, but you just have to memorize That's that. true. I it guess. is very hard, yeah. but you just, you memorize it and it's fine. Yeah. That's the thing. With Ninja Turtles, you push the button, it didn't always do what you needed to do. So yeah, if someone can tell me what level three is in that game, I'd love to see it. I've never and seen it. And if Brian wants to try and beat Ninja Turtles, all the best to him. Sure. Which, I don't. I honestly, I don't know if anyone's ever beaten it. I never heard of it. Which never if, heard of if it. If that was an event like his Battletoads run was, you'd probably need to buy tickets to it, I would imagine. You would have to buy tickets to that, and yes. How would one buy tickets to something, be it uh, a concert or sporting event or perhaps even a timed run of the well, original Ninja Turtles I think Turtles if we're talking about game. the timed run of Ninja Turtles that would be strictly an at the door thing. <laughs> Probably. Can I just say that I would buy tickets to see you pull segues out of your ass over and over again? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It's impressive. You know, we were talking about that with Matt and we do shit on you on the show but your segues have gotten very, they They've really improved. They, ha- they have improved. I'm professional. They, they're, the o- they're the opposite of segway the transportation. They've only got <laughs> gotten better <laughs> i love that the segway the guy who invented the segway died from the segway oh that's right he took him off right a off a cliff yeah that's right i yeah. mean technically he could have like also jumped off and died so i guess it wasn't i guess it was was it the segway's fault like it was the fall that killed him it wasn't yeah the oh, what oh, did he commit but, I mean, suicide he, by driving a segway walking, off a cliff? then he could have just not walked off that cliff did he probably. Do, but, okay i'm looking i'm looking i think it up. was an accident okay but i mean I, he was going segwaying on a cliff i will say that I took a Segway golfing, and it was so fun. Yeah? Yeah, super fun. Well, we, are we going to do the ad? Yeah. We had an ad. Yes. Is this yeah. an ad for I Segway? I was trying Sorry. to segue into uh, uh, SeatGeek, of course. That's right. It's a fine sponsor of the program. We do thank them for their support. That's right, Justin. And uh, in exchange for their support, we would like to tell you that uh, they offer a very fine product. It's nice. We've talked about this before. That's we right, have. Justin. When you're sponsored by oh so- something God. that you believe in also and not are just shilling for something bad. Because SeatGeek is great. Mm-hmm. Certainly better than their competition. Recently, uh, the competition, who we've taken to calling Bug Hugs on this program. We call, I thought we called them uh, like Butt Fox. <laughs> Well, regardless, uh, there was a big story about how a guy tried to use them to buy tickets to Hamilton. He was a billionaire, and the tickets turned out to be counterfeit, and he was shouting, don't you know who I am? 
uh, outside the doors. Well, I, he was I feel out oh, of Chris Saka. Yeah, I, I feel out of going like to Hamilton. The, the two possibilities of when you buy tickets to Hamilton. One of them is you see Hamilton, and one of them is you don't see Hamilton. He got like the better end of the bargain because <laughs> he didn't have to see Hamilton. I don't know. A lot of people are saying it's pretty damn good. Dude, have you listened to it? Are we talking about Hamilton the play or Hamilton the city? Because Hamilton the city, I would never pay to go to. No offense, Max. Best uh, fan base in the CFL, apparently. Oh, we're going to get to that. We'll talk about that a little later. I can play part of... Well, we can look it up sure. if you want. It's, yeah. it's I, really bad. I, uh, it's like, you but know, people you know, say they love it, though. Yeah, well, people love all sorts of shit. People like lip dubs. This is like a lip dub musical. Do you ever, you know when teachers, I mean, you're a teacher. You know Thomas Drant said he liked it. Maybe we should have him on. Do you, know when, you know when teachers like do like fake raps as like jokes? In, like, I've never done that personally. Okay, but, but you know of it. You've I've seen other teachers. I've done it. I've done it. To be funny for the kids and stuff. It's like that. I was just saying I've done it. No, I've never done it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, I did do it. Actually, yeah, no, I did. I did. When I, my first long-term contract to say goodbye to the kids, I, I, uh, I made a video of myself rapping to Drake started from the bottom, but changed the lyrics to be related to our class. I think some kids really liked it and other kids were very confused. Well, see, I think that's okay because it's like one person doing it and you're funny. And also, but yeah. it's, it's, it was the joke for the class. It wasn't yeah, of course educational. It oh, it definitely wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like started from the bottom. Now we here. Started as a regular guy. Now I'm the Tsar of Russia. Started from the <laughs> yeah. yeah no yeah I wasn't pulling that shit yeah yeah, yeah like I if, see I got like you. if you changed a Drake song to be about like Louis Riel yeah yeah, yeah my name's Ben Franklin and I'm here to say I'm gonna fly this kite on a cloudy day yeah okay, you know gotcha. yeah, like yeah, no, that was actually really good yeah. I've never I'd, yeah. I'd see that show yeah. I'd yeah, yeah. also see my Drake Louis Riel show yeah. by the way the show the name Nobody, of the show is obviously <laughs> keep it real nobody is allowed to steal that. I've copyrighted it, and in fact, I'm going to cut out this whole section of the podcast so no one can steal my idea, because obviously it's brilliant. But we shouldn't cut out all the good stuff we're saying about... SeatGeek. Yeah, I was going to say the product. SeatGeek.com. Yeah. Remember that time that you forgot my name? Well, that was like a joke. That was like, No, but it was real. Yeah. I think I forgot the concept of podcasts at one point. Remember oh, yeah, SeatGeek yeah. forgets John, yeah. uh, which is what... Maybe some of our listeners will do also. <laughs> Speaking of Remember, segues, the guy who died apparently backed his segue off the cliff that he was making room on the path for someone. The coroner said, I think it's probable. I think typical of Jimmy and the type of man he was, he held back and waited as an act of courtesy wait. to allow a dog walker more room. In his- so doing, he attempted to reverse the segue back as a result of that, he's got into difficulty. His coroner? The difficulty being that he died. His coroner was a close friend of his? No, no, no. Just like the coroner that... Oh, but maybe. Yeah, I guess he was... Yeah, well, I guess was he right. like, he's, he's like, knowing him and the kind of guy he was... Yeah, where, yeah. where was it? This? I, I want to say it, it was, was in the, the UK. It was in the UK. Yeah. And also, like, I think even if you didn't found the segue or invent it or whatever, it even just says, like, right at the top of his page, born, died, cause of death, accidental fall off a cliff while riding a segue. <laughs> Even if you didn't invent it, that's the worst Wikipedia entry for death of all time. Well, I would love to buy a ticket to watch that. Death. Oh, he didn't invent it. He bought Segway. In 2010, he bought Segway Inc., maker of the Segway personal transport system. Haseldin died in 2010 from injuries apparently sustained, falling from a cliff while riding his own product. Well, in 2010, he both bought Segway and he also bought the farm. The farm. Because that's... Well, it's when a, you die, you you buy the farm. Yeah, it's a saying that people used to say like forty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Seat geek. 
SeatGeek.com. Uh, if you need tickets to a concert or a sporting event, the best place to buy or sell them, if you want to sell them for some crazy reason. Can I guess where the best place is? Yes. Uh, your ass. No, it's actually the SeatGeek mobile app or perhaps right. SeatGeek.com. Uh, Sell them up your ass. Listings for uh, all of the major events coming up in your city, and it will read your location from your phone. So It's you, a little creepy. But well, every app does that. Let's be real. Uh, not Angry Birds Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just says that your location is the galaxy. Uh, regardless... It is the best place to buy and sell tickets because you get a great deal every time. The price you see on the listing is the price that you pay when you go to check out. There are no hidden fees anywhere in the process. What and they you see also, is what you get. Yes. They also let you find the best deals with their deal score function, uh, the tickets that are most undervalued relative to what everything else is selling for around them. Probably so. like a top five SeatGeek function yeah. right there. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and they love us. We love them. And the way that you can support us while using their great service, which will get you $20 off at checkout uh, the first time you use them, is uh, by using the promo code REALGOOD under the settings tab on the app. And I think there's just a password for promo codes if you use their website. Uh, but Real Good gets you $20 off the tickets you want to buy. If you're going to a show this summer, if you're going to a game in the NBA or Stanley Cup Finals, you might want to use promo code REALGOOD on your ticket purchase for $20 off sent to you in the mail as a mail-out rebate uh, using the promo code REALGOOD on SeatGeek. And we thank them for their support of this program because I believe this is the last episode uh, that they are sponsoring us for during this uh, particular contract. But maybe they will come back um, it come September or October. Yeah, for the next hockey season. For the next uh, sporting yeah. season. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we don't know. We have no idea. But uh, in the meantime, thank you, SeatGeek, for uh, helping us uh, here at Real Good Show. And thank you, Real Good Show listeners, for using their app uh, and allowing them to continue to support And us. the promo code. Yes. The real, promo real code. Good. Real good. Real good. And with that, we can move on. Real to, good. To uh, the way some listeners helped us this week. Yeah. Using uh, the iTunes store. <laughs> <laughs> James Taylor is back in the building. Real good show, the listeners. <laughs> of course, uh, it helps us in our iTunes rankings if people head online to the iTunes store and yeah. uh, we'll leave a review, rate and review, review the program. Download it. And we like Love to take it. a look at what people are saying every week in a segment that we call Review Review. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Ah! Five stars. Ah! Is it pointed? Ah! This is awesome. Ah! Worst episode ever. This week's review comes to us from the American iTunes store. American, yes. I said American. Yeah, for some like reason. the old skate brand. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I think they're still around. This episode is brought to you by America or America. <laughs> uh, written by Nick L. And he writes... Thanks, Nick L. It's good. Uh, this podcast is good enough that even though it's ostensibly about a sport I don't care about, hockey, and they frequently have prolonged, intense discussions about the management of a team I'd never heard of before <laughs> listening to the show, <laughs> the Vancouver Canucks... I've listened to every single episode. Thanks, Nick. Five stars. And Nick. Oh, very sweet. Boy, do we have a doozy of a show for you here today. Yeah, the, you're going to care about none of this. <laughs> Put it on while you're wakeboarding. 
<laughs> It'll be fine. Speaking of, did you see that video that was going around today of uh, some Florida parents who attached their six-month-old baby to uh, water skis? No, but that sounds and awesome. And set the youth record for water skiing distance because uh, their six-month-old, who can't even stand or hold things, was put in like a brace that made it hang on to the thing and get pulled behind a boat for like... 700 meters or something smart. like that yeah is florida the ba- is the baby okay uh i think so set yeah. the record do you think the baby pooed and in, in while setting the record do you think the baby just cried the whole entire time yeah. oh definitely it had water in its eyes the whole time it, <laughs> I, was, I don't know it might have been wearing goggles I'd, i hope i not. can't remember like baby goggles yeah, yeah exactly you find goggles that can fit a baby's head okay <laughs> maybe they just put a plastic bag over its head <laughs> It's probably what they did. Oh, that's yeah. what I would do. Uh, why not, right? Yeah. You gotta improvise. Protect the baby. Yeah, exactly. We're all about protecting the baby here at at whatever place, Florida. You said Florida, right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna well, say real good show. Sounds like a very yeah. Florida. Yeah. Well, at real good show here too. Are like they to though? Children. I think that's where usually most of the trials about baby deaths go down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm uh, in Florida. No, they're I'm, I'm in Florida. They're about possibly killing the baby. Okay. Yes. Because we were like being sarcastic. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Casey Anthony was in the news today, though. Really? Today? Yeah. What for? What did her uh, brother her do now? Did she buy att- George Zimmerman's gun? No. <laughs> her defense attorney was like, yeah, she admitted to me that uh, she did it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, of course she did, though. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. But he broke the... Did she die? Privilege. No. No, she didn't die. She got off? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can. I don't think she killed her baby by water skiing it to death, but... No, well, who knows? Yeah. Options are out there. I don't know. She's no, but she's not Maybe in jail. She made it watch a Miami could, Marlins game. We could probably get her on the show. I don't even know if they're good or possibly. Not. Like I, I, she's probably changed her name. She probably has press increase. AC, D'Angelo AC Williams Anthony. never responded to my. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that to was, my email. That was maybe a little hopeful. In that would have been dope. Well, whatever. Been cool. I'll send him more. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I DM'd Zach Boychuk when he churned the podcast Twitter account and he never got back to me Yeah, either. he follows well, 175,000 people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess every single one of them is DMing him to come on their sports <laughs> podcast. Maybe. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't really know if I want someone who follows 175,000 people on this podcast, though. Yeah. Yeah. That type of person is not going to be interesting. I don't know. He seems like he's buddies with like Eddie Lack, though. And Eddie seems funny. So maybe Zach would be funny also. Mm, but like unfunny people can be buddies with funny people all the time. Yeah. And I like know how, you think this is like, a big setup for a joke. It's here. like how I'm on this show <laughs> with you. Um. What the fuck? I'm the only one who makes money off a of comedy on this fucking show. You point at Stefan. Give me a break. <laughs> oh, I think you meant the royal you. I, mean, no, I was, you, you I was pointed, looking you and point, pointing oh, okay. directly he at Stefan. He looked and pointed at you. Yeah, okay, whatever, Mr. <laughs> fucking one article a month over there. I'm an Ashley Touring comedian. No, I'm lucky to work with this guy. <laughs> it was a good article, though. No, it was a great article. Was a I'm, article. I'm just joking. The, the unedited version. We're all funny in our own ways. I mean, Stefan yeah. and me more so, but we're all funny. Yeah, I, mean. I made that um, Winter Soldier joke about Corey Perry. Oh, yeah, people love that. Great. I had no idea what it was. And, uh, Zero clue. I, I was like Nick L. listening to this podcast. I'm like, a lot of people are retweeting this, so it must be funny. I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> but like Jessica was like... Uh, this is probably your funniest joke ever. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I used to be funnier than I am now. <laughs> you don't know me for that long. Like, You think you used to be funnier? What, what? Why are you less funny now? I don't know. Because I, I, I tried to clean up my act and be serious as a journalist for a little bit. Oh, right? yeah. That was a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
but whatever. No, you're you're doing it right now. <laughs> I guess so. I'm I'm, I mean, tra- we're I'm winning at, it back. We're almost at episode fifty, guys. That's true. Yeah. I mean, we're it's doing, almost been a year. We're doing something, I guess. We yeah. we haven't really talked about how this is also a very emotional episode for us because this is the farewell to uh, Stefan's oh, yeah. house. We recorded That's our right. first ever episode in this yeah, kitchen the at this table. Second episode here was also. Oh yeah. Well, like a lot of them were. Yeah, a yeah. lot of them we were just here. Just go in order. I just yeah. I just meant like the first. Yeah, uh, one. Two, two uh, probably three, three I five, don't seven, six, nine. <laughs> uh, I just remember the first episode. I sweat a lot this, yeah. uh, because it was very hot. It was very hot, kitchen. and you rollerbladed uh, a pin. Oh, that's you. right. And I ha- was talking to the skip of my curling team the whole time on the phone, and he w- was not really getting the hint that I was rollerblading and out of breath. Like he was just like, "No, I'm committed to this conversation." So yeah, that's right. I did rollerblade here. I was very sweaty. Speaking yeah. of rollerblading. Speaking of, do we have uh, an update on a segment that we haven't checked in on in a very long time? We did did check in the first episode, so we're kind of going full full circle. That is true. Yeah, we do have. Was it the first episode? Yes, I guess it was was, because we talked about it. Yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm thrilled to welcome back John Cullen's Roller Report. John Cullen's trying to get a right hand free, and so is Benning. Oh man, what a great theme song! I, I forgot totally, how good that theme yeah, song was. Yeah, so good. It's been a long time. Uh, and taking it back right to the first, I'm actually going to tell a story about my own personal rollerblading. So, uh, as I've mentioned on the podcast before, I have season tickets to the Vancouver Whitecaps, and uh, they have a bicycle valet service at the uh, game, so you can ride your bike to the game, and then they they park your bike and 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 lock it for you. And uh, I inquired if they could do the same for rollerblades, and they said yes. So I rollerbladed to the game. And then we were playing the Portland Timbers. And uh, what they typically do is uh, a lot of Portland fans will come to the game, about 800 fans. They're called the Timbers Army. They'll come up to the game and they keep them in the stadium about half an hour after the game, just so that when they're leaving the stadium, there's not any like clashes. It's, it's with... safe. Exactly. So It'd probably be safe if they just yeah, left. Yeah, it's also. Vancouver versus Portland. Like what, you know, what are we, what are we going to do? You know, it yeah. doesn't really make any, we're going to throw quinoa at each other. Like it's, it's fine. So I go to the bicycle valet and it's quite a bit after the game now and I get my rollerblades. And I happen to be rollerblading by the whole Timbers Army section as they are coming out of the game. And I shit you not, I've gotten more, I got more compliments on my rollerblades and sincere compliments from the Timbers Army than I have from anyone else about rollerblading in my entire life. They were very into my rollerblades. A lot of like sweet rollerblades. Whoa, those are great. So uh, I of think, of course, Portland. Exactly. Would love yeah, so you're moving to Portland. Moral of the story is I'm moving to Portland. Yeah. Brooks moving to Eugene. I think I'm going to go to Portland. When we were in Portland, I don't know if I told you this, but I saw, I tweeted about it. We saw a unicycling guy with a Darth Vader helmet on playing the bagpipes, and apparently he's like he's called the Unipiper. And uh, apparently he's like a big because I tweeted about this, and people were like, "That's a joke. You're just making that up. That doesn't exist." And then he tweeted back at me and he's like, hey, John, hope you enjoyed me or like whatever. (laughs) And they have like a he has like a Twitter with like 3000 followers and a tracker and it like tracks where he is around Portland. I guess people give him money or whatever. So, yeah, Darth Vader. In the street. Yeah. So. So he skipped the whole Patreon thing. 
Yeah, he just, just went right. He's just, donations. Yeah, he's just we should right. do that. Yeah. Oh, we totally. We had just record like a podcast on the street. No, I just, just, like, just or sit just and just beg in the street. I could rollerblade. No, we can just I, sit there. Yeah, Justin can have his little BB-8 thing, and I'll do circles no, around it. No, uh, Monty in his little with his little cow. Oh yeah, yeah we'll his, bring Monty's quarantine yeah. tent out there. We'll have a little party, and then we'll f- get some donations. Yeah, uh, but if you do want to donate to our Patreon campaign, www.patreon.com/slash Real Good Show, and I only mention it here because nobody donated this week, so you know. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be so cool. Uh, basically, all I'm saying is uh, I'm here to proclaim that I believe if you would like to rollerblade in a safe space, that place may be Portland, Oregon. This has been John Cullen's Roller Report. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. John Cullen came back. I forgot about the outro. That was too. a yeah. blast from the past. Yeah, yeah because well, because Yerky made me the song, and like I was so, uh, I was so sure that he was gonna do Limp Biscuits Rollin' that I just thought that that was like a given. Like I was just like, oh, you're gonna make me a theme song. Great. In my head, it's rollin'. In my head, it couldn't be anything else. Then he comes up with that great first theme song, and I'm like, shit, this is really great. So I don't want to not use it, but I was really kind of wanting a roll in one. So he made me an outro. So oh, what a guy. That was very nice. Fantastic. Princely guy. And uh, that's been John Cullen's Roller Report. Uh, I have emailed Kayla Macri three times. She has not responded, but I'm still trying. We would love to get her on the show. Canada's premier artistic roller skater. So stay tuned. It's going to happen one day. I know it. All right. She's like the D'Angelo Williams of artistic <laughs> roller skating. Yeah, exactly. She has uh, about uh, 0.01% of the Twitter followers <laughs> that D'Angelo Williams have. I believe she has like 117. But uh, truly a pioneer in her sport. Absolutely. And we would treat it very seriously if she were to join us on this program. We would, absolutely. We're very respectful to our guests. Super respectful. As you are always to Mr. Jesse Farrar. Though he's only been on the show once, so... You know. That's true. He has. And uh, it's not my fault I haven't been here. Yeah. So all I have to go on is people telling me he's fat. <laughs> so I just say, okay, I, that's all I know. So they say, talk about what you know. And I know that he's fat. Yeah, so. it's true. Well, I feel like we are, are kind of like dancing around the elephant in the room at the moment. I hate this elephant so much, by Be- the way. Because we were having a little bit of fun right now. While the uh, true story of the week is uh, quite depressing, you might say. Uh, because as we alluded to earlier, right off the hop, in fact, we got to it pretty quickly, I would say. Mr. Jim Benning went out of his way to make a trade. Cause it's, like, it's almost like he knew we were recording this evening. Because the one thing he seems a- to know about his bad trades is usually he times them right after we're done recording. So this is the one good thing I will say about this trade. Is that at least it happened before we were scheduled? Wasn't there to do an episode? one other like really big Canucks event that happened like right Shinkarik before one. we recorded? Was it Shinkarik? Brandon Sutter deal went down the like, day, the morning, the morning after. The morning after. after, yeah, I remember that. Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I, I remember so there being, yeah, I know, I just remember there being one all. for sure that it was yeah. like right after we were like, what the hell? So yeah, it might have been Shinkarik. Yeah, uh, but if you have not heard the news and you are not a fan of the Vancouver Canucks uh, or a fan of the sport of hockey, which I know we do have listeners like that, uh, earlier today, uh, Stefan, do you want to break down the details of the trade? No, <laughs> it was so bad. So I got home uh, from work and Chris, my roommate, was like, oh, did you hear the rumor about uh, Jared McCann going to Florida? There's, there's a rumor that the trade might happen. 
And I jokingly said, oh, I bet it'll be for Eric Goodbranson and we'll throw in the higher pick. And that's exactly what happened. Yes, defenseman Eric Goodbranson and a fifth-round pick comes back to the Canucks in exchange for uh, Jared McCann, a second-round pick, the number 33 overall, uh, basically a first-rounder, and Vancouver's fourth-round pick also. So yeah, we gave two higher picks. Like, it's just... Uh, for those of you that man. don't follow hockey, because we know that there are quite a few, I will summarize it using the players' names. We traded Jared... Well, they traded. I'm not even a Canucks fan, but the Canucks traded Jared. Yes, I can for Eric Badbranson. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is basically just like acquiring another Spisa. You know, yeah. so he's a he's a bit better than Spisa, which also means he's going to be signed to an even more expensive deal. Yeah, it's exactly like the Brandon Sutter deal again, and that he's going to be unrestricted very, very soon. Two years, um, and so they are going to make a massive overpayment in a long term deal. Got to lock it down to get a foundational player in place for the long yeah. term. It's always good to lock up your number five D. Uh, except he's definitely going to play in the top four. Oh, he's top two. He'll, he'll probably be right there. Get rid next of Tanev. To no, well, no. that's Tanev's an expendable piece he'll now. Be, he'll be next to Ben Hutton on the second pairing. I would. No, imagine. no, Tanev out. He's gone. We got uh, good Branson now, baby. But this is a team that cannot score. Sorry, Chris Tanev. And oh, and have depth defensemen just out the ass right now. Depth defensemen who can't score. Yeah, like good Branson can't score. Yeah, he has forty points in three hundred NHL games. That's pretty good. It's better than me. He has the second zero. lowest points per game average of defensemen who have played more than 300 games, I'm pretty sure. Oh, like active? Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. good. Who did he be? Like Jared Cowan? Uh, Robert Scuderi? Can't remember. Matt Green? That. It's just so. Like, and I say this every time Benny makes a stupid move, which is like pretty often, as you guys know. I'll say, you know what? I can't even get mad at this. I'm just going to laugh. And I haven't actually laughed at any of them yet. I get mad at them <laughs> every time. Yeah. Each time I say to myself, you know what, next time this happens or whatever, I'm just, I'm, it doesn't matter. And like this happened today and I felt like I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was real. I was like, I, I had like a mini panic attack. It was like, yeah. did this actually just happen? Well, I think it's important to remember that the Canucks are a rebuilding team. <laughs> so when you're rebuilding, you trade your young, promising prospects for. Yeah. And you trade uh, your draft picks away too. Yes. Yes. That's how I understand rebuilds work. But yeah. then again, I'm a fan of the Leafs, so that's what I was told. You know, that's what I was told how rebuilds work. One of the number one optimistic things that you could point to if you were very disappointed that the Canucks lost the draft lottery would be that, hey, at least their draft position in every subsequent round beyond the first one didn't change. So that number 33 pick is basically a first rounder. They, they got to get a good player there. Nope. <laughs> Like so, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, what it's like. The why did they? Why did he throw in the pick? I'm just two, like flabbergasted. No, I know, but the second rounder is the, yeah. the one that hurts. It's it's like, it doesn't make. Sense. How do his negotiations go? Honestly, like yeah, Jim I Benning, know. I, like Chris was saying earlier, would you trade, the the even just the second pick alone straight up for Good Branson? If I knew we weren't going to sign him to a stupid contract, maybe. We're going to sign him to a stupid contract. We're going to sign David Backus or Milan Lucic to a stupid contract. We're going to be fucked for like six or seven years. And this is, uh, I, f I found the stat. Yeah, I think you'd do, 
I think you do a second round pick. I mean, the Leafs got a second round pick for Roman Polak, and no, I, can, I would do I a can say that Goodbranson is better but than like, Polak. Chris, was but like he's not much better. Like, because if you think about it, like, would you do a first round pick for Goodbranson? I don't think. You'd and the do second that. round is basically a yeah, first. Yeah, I don't round think you'd Chris, do that. Chris made the point before we recorded that the package that the Canucks gave up, and like two relatively strong picks, uh, and. Jared McCann is basically value wise like what Pittsburgh gave up to get Phil Kessel. And what did we get not in exchange exactly, for that? But Eric yeah. Goodbranson. I mean, not really. Pittsburgh gave up a first rounder. Well, I know that I understand that Pittsburgh it's gonna be low this year. That's McCann though, basically. Well, okay, but then they also got Kapanen. Oh, that's true. That's true. So they got a first rounder and Kapanen and Spalling, but value wise, not far from that. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know what you're saying for sure. I mean, I think again, it's the it's the contract that you're thinking like, okay, the Leafs like, or they're you know you're trying to get rid of an eight million dollar contract, so you're never going to get full value for that in a cap league. But I know what you're saying, like it's not a lot of people I've seen defending the trade are kind of rather than praising good Branson or more like shitting on McCann more being like, Oh, well, McCann's not very good, you know, whatever. But I mean, when you he have was 19, yeah, you have a 20 year old player who's proven he can score in an, the NHL. An like, undersized kid who probably shouldn't have been in the NHL this year. Yeah. Like the defense is like, Oh, he was going to be in the AHL next season. Wasn't even going to be on the big team. So may as well trade him for a piece that can help right now. Well, who are you going to pick at number five overall in the draft? Is that yeah. a player who's going to be in the NHL next season? No, but you know, it, should you, know, you just trade him right now? Also, yeah, let's trade him uh, right. Uh, I'm just going to say right now that player is going to be in the NHL next season. Yeah. Well, I've heard because because he I've heard that too. Is some people are like, well, you know, it's getting crowded at center because we're going to draft Dubois. So it's like we, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Like look at San Jose. Yeah, right? how, how like, can you have too many good players? It's such a faulty argument. You're always going to be able to get return on investment for those players. Like I don't it's that's a totally nonsense argument. There's this, first of all there's this idea that having too much skill is a bad thing. Too many good players is a bad thing. Yeah. And second of all there's the idea that Vancouver has too many good players. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is the exact opposite of Cuz that's is what I've happening. heard. It's like, wow, we have we have Henrik Sedin who's going to be 36. He'll be gone soon. And yeah. we'll be gone soon. We've got Horvat. We've got Sutter. We're going to draft Dubois. Where's McCann going to play? Well, first of all, Dubois is in the queue. So projecting queue talent is hard. That's assuming you draft Dubois. I don't think you're going to, but that's what people seem to think. So it's already hard to project skill players from the queue. He could be Angelo Esposito, for all you know. Right, Sutter's not very good. If you're penciling in Sutter as your number two center for the next however many years you signed him, that's ridiculous. So you're saying like, oh, well, we've got Sutter, so let's get rid of McCann because that's he a- definitely can't play wing. Yeah, no, that's a problem. We tried him at wing, and it just didn't. <laughs> and as a 19 year old, it yeah, didn't really as stick a 19 year old playing an easier position than center, he's a position he hasn't played either, and he he played about. 15 games there and you know what i just don't see it i just don't think it's gonna work but this was a uh, research done by uh, canucks tweeter sir earl at sir underscore earl perfect who uh research did it. the stats for uh between 2011 and 2016 so over five years yeah who played a defenseman who played at least 300 games during that span who have the lowest points per game average number one is nick schultz oh there we go number two 
is Eric Goodbranson. Bob right. Branson. Number three is Rob Scuderi. Number there four is Mark Fain. And number five is Mark Stewart. So there you go. Uh, I'd rather have Mark Fain than Goodbranson. They're talking about the Leafs are might, maybe trying to get Fain. I'd rather have him than Goodbranson. Yeah, like, he'll be cheaper. Smarter. Yeah. And, and for all the people who are defending this move by saying like, oh, you know, a big defenseman who's tough and can hit. That's exactly what the Canucks are missing. Like, yeah, that's exactly what is holding the Canucks back. Maybe if we're talking about like the 2011 team. Yeah. But this team is lacking a lot of things. And first and foremost among them is the ability to score goals. Well, and the most hilarious thing I've heard from a few people is like, wow, we haven't been the same since we lost Bieksa. Pardon? <laughs> Bieksa is fucking terrible. Bieksa was good. Yeah, but he's not. He hasn't been for three years. You I have mean, to keep in mind that the majority of our fan base is very, very stupid. Oh, I and I do know that. But I just find these arguments absolutely hilarious. Like, are you kidding me? Bieksa, like... Anaheim got eliminated in the first round this year, and BXA was like the seventh D-man. On my my favorite argument that the trade is good is that Goodbranson was picked third overall. So he's, That's he's a good, good one, too. Yeah, he was picked third overall yeah. six years ago. Uh, so was so Cam Barker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you guys remember him? He played for the Canucks, yeah. and he was really bad. He was the number eight, borderline number nine defenseman. I mean, yeah. obviously, Goodbranson will be better than that, but... I mean, I don't know. I mean, Patrick Steffen was pretty good. So, and he was drafted first overall. I don't know if you guys heard, but the Leafs are going to get him. He's very good. He was drafted first overall. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, but. Chris Phillips, there's a big market yeah. of people clamoring. We tr- we're going to trade Nylander for Chris Phillips because that's a first overall pick. So, you know, very important to have those in your that's organization. How it works, yeah. yeah, of course. Absolutely. Uh, Roman Polak, Derek Englund, Barrett Jackman, Nick Grossman are also the guys who are on. Those that are list. awesome comparables. Yeah, because that's what people are like. Oh, he's twenty four. He's going to get better. No, he's not. If he was going to flash offensive talent, he would have flashed it before now. He didn't even flash offensive talent in junior. If you look at his junior stats, his highest point scoring season in junior was twenty three points, and that's playing like thirty minutes a night. Like if you're going to flash offensive talent as a big D man, you'll do it in junior and then maybe a couple years in the nhl he's a bi- he's a bigger luke shen that takes more stupid penalties <laughs> you guys have fun with that though we're not going to to be all. fair though we did flip luke shen for james van reemsteig so maybe you'll have that coming down the pipe uh i don't see that happening i don't for either some reason. i really don't but i don't know jim benning i don't think he knows yet that you can you can make good trades you're allowed to make good one trades. you don't have to you don't have to give up draft picks okay but if we step Would you away, do the deal for no draft pick? McCann for Good Branson, just straight up. No, no. Okay, well I do then. the draft pick for. I, I do the. Th- I could do the second rounder. Like yeah. Just, or, just or, last week, I was out with friend of the show Verviticus. Okay. And I was talking about how rumors about McCann keep surfacing over and over again. And, yeah. I, and there was a time when I could be like, "Oh, well, that's just rumors," because that's obviously very stupid and definitely wouldn't happen. Right. But uh, the <laughs> the trade with Hunter and Carrick has taught me that if you hear a stupid rumor it's pertaining to the Vancouver Canucks, it definitely will happen. Well, and wasn't the Shinkarik the first guy to tweet about it, like some random with like a hundred followers? Yeah. That was like, Shinkarik's going to get traded today. Book it. Yeah. He knew someone in like the Calgary organization yeah. or, or something. Or... Also, that's actually, you brought up a good argument too that I've heard from a few. One thing that I love, and, and I know every fan base does this, but I feel like Canucks fans are especially like, Last year, McCann was the fucking savior. Like, it was like he had a great playoffs for Oshawa, and then everyone's like, McCann is going to be the be-. Like, he was like, a, was he a, he was a second rounder or a third rounder? 
for the Canucks? Second McCann? rounder? Yeah. No, they got him, uh, I think, 23rd over. Okay. Uh, yeah, 20. Okay, so he's a, a late first-round pick, and he was, like, projecting to be just kind of, like, you know, decent player, but no one was like, oh, Jared McCann's our future. Then he plays this great series for Oshawa. Everyone in the city going into, oh, McCann. Did you see his priest? He shut down McDavid. Did no, that's you see Castles. His You're thinking of oh, Castles. castles. That's oh, why. Yeah. Never mind. But even still, people, <laughs> but people loved McCann, though. They were saying that McCann oh, yeah, he was, was great like, in preseason. Yeah. He was great in the first 10 Everyone's games like, oh, McCann's amazing. Look at the he's shot on be him. The oh, he's unbelievable. He's, he's so great. He's even better than Kessler right now. Can and you believe it? as soon it? as they turn it around, it's like, oh, no. He's... It's just like, oh, man. Uh... Also, Canucks fans are watching the playoffs Benino's having and have the uh, the audacity to tell me with a straight face that Benino is better than, or not better than Sutter. Uh, man, I like. Pass. I just. It's just so. Well, you know, he's only playing with Phil Kessel. I can't even. And well, by the way, before this playoffs, Phil Kessel totally sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Phil Kessel is my hero. I'm just trying to go. Like, I'm trying to think of a rant, and I just don't. I'm so tired. Like, yeah, you not can't like, even. not like physic. I'm physically tired, but like, I'm just. I, it's just fucking exhausting. Like every move Benning makes is bad. It's hmm. stupid. He's terrible mm-hmm. at his job. Like, if he got hit by a bus tomorrow, the team would be immediately better off. If you're predicting, like, the, the place in the standings, or, like, the, Ve- the Vegas odds uh, would, would, like, go... You know what I mean? Like, fuck, man. Like, I just... It's so... <sighs> yeah. I'm sorry, like, man. I just, like, I, I just, just can't... Uh, it's I, just... I don't have it in me to get fiery mad about the deals it's anymore. It's just not either. even worth it because it, next week he'll do something stupider. Like I and I, you know I say I want to get the tattoo when he gets fired and stuff. Like I I'll get the tattoo. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think like, Stefan's going to start crying, guys. It's just so it's like you're not even excited about getting the tattoo. No. Like I fuck man like he's just the worst thing to happen to me the person on like a personal <laughs> level and i was saying this before like i hate is just like such a strong word and i don't think i was i didn't think before jim benning came along that i was capable of actually like hating someone but i i actually hate him and wow. from all everything i've heard he's like a nice guy and everything but i'm going to go to the season ticket holder summit this summer yeah. And I'm going to trick them into giving me the microphone by saying, oh, I'd like to ask a question. Be like, oh, how many hits is Goodbranson going to have this year? Oh. And then I'm going to say to Jim Benning, Jim, you're a nice guy. You're very stupid. And then I'm going to leave. <laughs> That's well, you, my plan. you may be forcibly removed from the building. Oh, that'd be great. That'd oh, be okay. even better. Yeah, that'd be good. What too. are they going to do? Take my season tickets away? I won't have to watch the team in person next year. Boo-hoo. Go ahead, punish me by taking away my tickets. They want to punish me? Fucking give me like front row tickets. <laughs> right beside the bench. Yeah. So you can just so see I watch Willie, Willie have, have a heart attack the entire game. <laughs> like on every level of our management, it's just, it's stupid. Our ownership is stupid. Our president is stupid. Our GM is stupid. Our assistant GM is stupid. Our head of scouting is stupid. Our coach is stupid. It's just stupidity all the way down. Oh, man. Do you think the Sedins asked for a trade? <sighs> I, I, I hope they do. I hope they get out of this shithole. Actually, that might give you guys something to cheer for. Because like, if they ask for a trade... It, they whoever they get here, traded to, that's my can, new we'd team. we have a yeah. team to cheer if, for. If the Sedins get traded, whoever they get traded to, no matter what team it is, like, is my new team. So I would kind love of, for them to go to Florida oh, that'd be also, great. though. Yeah. So kind Just of sadistically, like, I would kind of want them to stay then. 
Yeah, so we yeah. keep suffering. Yeah. But like okay. Luongo, Mitchell, Sedins, and Jared McCann all on the same team. There you go. That'd be beautiful. And yeah. noted former Canucks Steve Bernier. And <laughs> I think he's You know what that team could that. use? What? Eric Goodbranson. <laughs> True. Could really use an Eric Goodbranson. Trade him back. Yeah. Well, it's Money Puck and Josh Weisbach. Former yeah, no, as soon as soon Army. as like the analytics guys take over in Florida, who's the first team they make a trade with? <laughs> oh, I know, it's the stupidest team in the league, and yeah. one of the stupidest teams in the history of professional sports. I would say, like yeah. Jim Benning is going to go down as a bottom five GM in all sports ever, <laughs> and I'm including, and I'm assuming in some sport around the world, in some like obscure like. In the Philippines, some like third division soccer team, there's a GM who's like murdered multiple people. He's like some gangster and he's killed a bunch of people and he's killed people on his. You know what I mean? There's some ridiculous yeah, like, criminal GM. Yeah, laundering money through the team. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah, much rather have like him. a junior A hockey league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe. The blurry bleagles. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, for example. Yeah. Uh, I would, I like Jim Benning is going to be. He already is. He's so. He's just so stupid. You listen to the guy talk, and people are like, oh, don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not judging a book by its cover. I'm judging a book by the fucking trades it's made. Judging a book by its pages. Yeah. Oh, the, my God. The book is a trade paperback, is what you're saying? Ah, there you go. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, um, Jim Benning is, is just horrible on, like, every level. Uh, yeah, uh, you listen to the guy talk. Like, how do you have any confidence in this guy, like, running? It's a, it's a multi-million dollar organization, and this is the guy you put in charge? A guy who can't string a sentence together? Like, we were talking about this earlier, too. You, you played a Mike Milbury clip, and he's a fucking idiot. At least he can talk on TV. Yeah, you know, true. That's, that's an upgrade on Benning. Yeah, and Mike Milbury once hit a guy with his shoe. Yeah. Benning doesn't know how to the put guy, his shoes on. The guy's shoe. Yeah. It was the guy's own shoe. He hit him with it. <laughs> that was cool. Anyway, Jim Benning... Uh, yeah, it's, I feel bad. You know, I, I usually like to gloat, but I, I I'm actually, broken. I'm a broken yeah, man. Past, we're past the point. Yeah, and, it's too and everybody's bad. like, oh, I love, I love the deal for just for real good show purposes. Because Justin and Stefan are going to be miserable, and yeah. it's going to be great content. Well, you guys have sort of set it up to be that way. Yeah, I mean, but like we have, yeah. you know, I. <laughs> Even after the draft lottery, when they lost, and John, your team won, I said this would be good for the show because you get to be happy, and we still get to be mad and and sad and angry. Yeah, and at least with the draft lottery, the draft lottery wasn't the result of our team doing something stupid. It was just cannot just, luck, just the odds. Yeah, yeah exactly. What can you do? Uh, but like, oh, also just a great tweet. Just while we're in the middle of this, Jeff Patterson. Also, just so you're aware, the Canucks will need to sign Good Branson, Horvat, Hutton, and Markstrom after next season. Well, that won't be a problem. They'll trade Hutton for a third-round pick. They'll sign Goodbranson for seven years at $49 million uh, per year, by the way, not uh, total. So they'll get $49 million per year. Uh, Horvat will, like... Like, uh, man, I just... You know what? I can't even go on, like, a jokey rant here. It, it, it has it broken me as a person. I can on, like, see that. On, like, a personal, emotional level, this team has just destroyed me. Like, time and time again... At least when they were lo- like when I was, I, I much preferred when they were destroying me from like losing games mm-hmm. and not from like front office maneuvers. You know what I mean? Yeah, that I was way, you. way better. Uh, they're not going to make the playoffs for I'm going to guess seven years. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. Well, we talked about Good Branson's 
uh, you know, lack of offensive production. But obviously, they're not bringing him in to do that. They're bringing him in to be the defensive guy who allows Ben Hutton to just run wild in the offensive zone. But even if you look at his defensive rankings, we'll take a peek at the Twitter now of uh, Mr. Travis Yost. Oh, yeah. Who I would never listen to his food takes, but his hockey takes are pretty good. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Analytics guy. Stay-at-home defender Eric Goodbranson's shots against impact comparable to Jared Cowan and Nate Gennon. He is not who you think he is. See, the thing is, the people who need to listen to, to that tweet will be like, oh, well, Jared Cowan's really good because he's big and he hits people. Sixth overall pick. Exactly. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Or no, ninth. Ninth, maybe. Yeah. But still. Yeah, because uh, well, so he's three times eighth, as good as was it eighth? Yeah. Oh yeah, because was PRV ninth? I don't know. Yeah, it was because it was that draft, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Kadri was. It was the Kadri draft, definitely. but I thought Kadri was eighth. Oh, uh, maybe. I think Kadri was eighth, and Cowan was, was nine right or ten, or no? I think it went Kadri PRV. Actually, that was also the Good Branson draft. I think twenty ten. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Regardless, I'm looking it up. Regardless, I am Yost looking goes on to say it is, up. Yost goes on to say that's his supposed strength. His even strength scoring rates are Adam McQuaid and Lucas Biza as comparables. Oh God. So this is what they've just traded. Their most gifted like sniper who's actually, you know, Young sniper, gifted yeah. young. Yeah, sniper. yeah. Who's yeah. actually in yeah. the system right now and not like lighting up nets in the NCAA at the moment. Cowan was ninth overall. Okay. In tw- two thousand nine. So yeah, because I think Kadri was eighth. I'm pretty sure. Regardless. No, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. Kadri I, I, was seventh. Scott Glennie was eighth. This ooh, is the that's draft even we're worse. talking that's about. That's a bad draft. Well, it was good, aside from that. Tavares, one. Hedman, two. Duchesne, three. Evander and, Kane, four. And Glennie four. looked like a great pick at the time. Braden Shen, five. Has he even played an NHL game? I don't uh, think he has. Yeah, he has. Ekman Larson, six. Kadri, seven. Glennie, eight. Cowan, nine. PRV, ten. Ryan Ellis, 11. Looking like a steal compared to those guys. Dehan 12. Cassian, 13. And it goes on from there. But, uh, uh, Cassian, he's no Brandon Prost. Well, wow. Friend of the show, Aaron at Bertovo Warner uh, commented on Glennie's played one game. Facebook sorry. group saying, uh, I had really thought that I had distanced myself from my Canucks fandom enough that this shit just wouldn't bother me anymore. However, when I saw this trade, I got a deep sinking feeling in my stomach. Well done, Jim. And that pretty much sums it up for me also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, we keep saying we're not going to care. Gonna, I'm going to be numb to it. But it doesn't even make me mad anymore. It's just this, like, demoralizing and depressing. They're just ruining something that I loved. Yes. And that's loved uh, in the past tense. Because yeah. I don't love this Because even, like, bad spells like, say, the 0506 season... Or, uh, which was the other one that they missed the playoffs? I guess it was 07, 08. Yeah, even those seasons had, like, signs of promise that you could look towards the future and feel that this team was going somewhere that they eventually got in, you know, 2010, 2011. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can't, you can't look at this group, the entire roster, and the people who are making the decisions and be like, this is good. Yes, this is moving in a nice, fine direction, isn't it? It's just, fuck, you know? You know? Like, like why bother anymore? Yeah, man? why are like, we doing I just... this? <laughs> I, I wanted to tweet today. We're doing it to make money, boys. I, I, I wanted to tweet today that going forward, Real Good Show is no longer a sports podcast. But I just thought people would say, Real Good Show is a sports podcast? Because the joke really, kind of just Really, you were going to quit talking about sports on here? Yeah. 
Oh, I would still like to talk about sports. I mean, we don't have to talk about hockey. Yeah. I mean, can we, we can talk can we about... Just, can we stop talking about the Canucks? Do you guys yeah. both want to be Leafs fans? No, we can talk we'll, about... We'll have uh, you. We'll I have just, you on board I just want to, like, stop watching We're very exciting. And... I don't know if you've seen, but Mitchell Marner is quite a player. The San Jose Sharks advanced to the Stanley Cup final this evening. So, John, you're probably pretty excited yeah, about San that. Yeah, San Jose is my number two team. Marner might set the record for points in a Memorial Cup if he gets five on so, Saturday. So things are going 12 well 12 in three games. It's pretty insane. Yeah, I mean, he might be good. I mean, it's tough to say, but... Uh, it's, I mean, he's, yeah, no, I mean, he's no Jake Vertanen. Seems like he's big. pretty good. I mean, he averaged two and a half points per game this year, and he's averaged almost four points a game in the playoffs. I hope... So, uh, he's good. I mean, he's, he might be good. You know, I, I don't know. You know what would be really cool? Um, is if like a meteor crashed into this house right now. No, because then I'd be dead. Killed us all. No, I want to be alive. Well, okay, I, I got to see the Leafs win a cup. What about like a small one and it just went through my head or something? Okay. Yeah. But you know, I don't want you to die either. I do, though. No, you want to die? That's a lot. Well, That's a lot to put on the I Canucks. Want my, I mean, my you got, you got stuff going on. I do have some stuff going on, but yeah. I want my Canucks fandom to die. And I, it may have died tonight, actually. Well, that's good. It's like, I, I'm not excited. For, I was excited for the draft because we had some draft picks. Yeah. And now we have... Um, we have, one. we have less draft picks. Yeah, and this is like the one thing that he's supposed to be really good at. Well, but here's the thing, and sorry to, to steal that's your, okay. your catchphrase. No, no, there. that's okay. You, it's a cost a dollar eighty seven. Someone on someone on HF boards <laughs> was actually arguing this um, that it's better if he has less draft picks because then he'll try harder to get good players yes. with those draft picks. That's almost might be worse than the expansion protection. the pressure theory. will be on. That's what, what about it was, good Branson? Yeah. Who are they going to protect on the, on the blue I think line? The, okay, the only, only positive I can think of about this deal is that maybe they'll trade Spiza. To who? Who's going to take Spiza? I don't know. Is there another team that has Jim Benning as a GM? No. Maybe uh, Boston. Boston. Don Sweeney. Yeah. Yeah. Boston's yeah. close. That's the one thing I could think of. Because the funny thing is, like, Benning was in line to take over Boston. Oh, fuck. That would have been great. So it could have been Benning in Boston once Chirelli left. Well, we would have hired Sweeney then. Yeah, you might. Or have. just made Linden the GM. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. also They would have done something stupid. Like, yeah, I mean, this is where my mood was at. Uh, when I heard about the trade today, I really wanted. I think it was Zoso Canuck mm-hmm. who made. He does the, the Photoshop. He did the, the video of uh, Lyndon's jersey number unretiring and yeah. falling into an incinerator as he looked on and cried. Nice. I wanted to watch that today to lift my spirits. That's about where I'm at with this team at the I moment. I like it. Yeah, I don't like Trevor Lyndon. I don't like Jim Benning. I don't like Willie Desjardins. I don't, I don't like, like John Weisbrod. No. No, but I mean, you're, you 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 like them in a way for what they're doing oh, for Canucks fans. I, yeah, I do, but I I feel bad for you guys, but I but I feel great for all the idiot Canucks fans that think this is a good trade. I'm I'm personally going to really enjoy. I it. feel good for the, no, you know what? I I like that there's a lot of stupid Canucks fans who like Jim Benning because I cannot wait. I well, first of all, I was going to say I can't wait until they're proven wrong. They've been proven wrong already. I don't know That's what it's going to take. That's very true. But when Jim Benning gets fired. And the Canucks just suck ass for the next like seven years, ten years, twelve years. Yeah, I, like I, I can't wait really to just rub it in their faces. I just had I had some all I have going. For I had right someone now. who knows is uh, is close to me who knows I'm a Leafs fan. Try and tell me that they're very excited for the Canucks in two years because of all the prospects they have. And I'm sitting here as a Leafs fan who we're about to draft Matthews or Lyonna. And we already have Nylander and Marner and Connor Brown and Connor Carrick and blah, blah, blah. The yeah. list goes on. Lots of Connors. Soshnikov. 
and uh, Leipzig, and I'm supposed to sit here and be excited because you guys have Brock Besser. Happy birthday to you guys. <laughs> this is going to win you a cup. Good thing no, I know. you traded that's the can to make room for him. Yeah. <sighs> that's what I don't understand. They have, they have just no great prospect. Like, it's just... No, they don't. Demko's it. Demko's the only well, no, good Besser's, prospect. Besser's, Besser's, are, is Besser's a really good prospect. I'll see it when I see it. But yeah, I don't. I never. I never trust a college player until I see him in the NHL. So Besser, may, maybe. Yeah, I agree. Very good college season. Seems like a good player. But college, you just never know. So we'll see. He could be Jeff Farkas. They they already have too many depth defensemen, anyways. Like, I know that's what doesn't make sense. Is like for a team that's supposedly has defense, they already have. A defensive like defenseman a, who can't score on their top pair. Like His name is Chris Tanev. But Tanev's actually good defensively. Yeah. Too. Oh, Tanev's a great player, but yeah. Tanev is already not racking up points. Yeah. is not going to get Tanev's points. better offensively than Good Branson, though. Bartkowski? Too. Or is he gone now? Bartkowski's, Bartkowski's gone, thank gone. God. Spiza, that's Where did I, he go again? Wait, hell. Free agency. Oh, just, free agency. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that's why I think Spiza's going to get traded, though, because I think the. He he's going to be on the bottom pairing where he rightfully belongs. Well, rightfully he belongs. In I just the don't see anyone taking Spiza well, that's the for problem. that contract. Like, that's the problem. The Canucks are going to have to hold, take at least half that contract on. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have him. to eat the contract or throw in a pick. Oh wait, we've already thrown away all our fucking picks. Yeah, you thrown in picks on deals that didn't need picks thrown in. Every deal, every single time. Yeah, no, I know that. All of them. Yeah, you'd think that for a guy whose strength is drafting, he would want as many draft picks as possible. Like like Mark Hunter. On the Leafs well, is like, yeah, give me all the picks you got. I'll take them all. I don't know. We're going to get a fifth round pick for Reimer. F- uh, fuck, sure. Sounds good. Hey, throw something in there. Just throw something in there in case San Jose makes the Stanley Cup. We might as well make it a third round pick. I'm a little better in the third round. Okay. I, I don't know if we've Ship talked it. about this before. Ship it. But it's like he picks it. his guys that he likes. But instead of being like, well, this guy's undervalued for what he brings. I'm going to go out and target him. He's like, like... The number one example of this to me is like the Sagan trade bringing back Louis Erickson. Because if you really want Louis Erickson, then your mindset is like, you know, the fucking cliche about him, which is like Louis Erickson is the most underrated player in the NHL. He's so underrated. Let's go out and trade our best prospect for him because he's so undervalued that we have to get him and we're going to give away our top chip that we can possibly give for fucking anything that we can trade for to get this guy that I've targeted. Like, it doesn't make any sense to be like, you know, I want to make a trade to target this guy who I think is undervalued, and it's really going to be good value in acquiring him when I give up everything I fucking have. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm going to give up my house to get an umbrella. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) fuck. What the hell are you doing? So the one red paperclip guy. Oh, no, he he traded. Yeah, Jim Jim Benning is the opposite of the one red paperclip He traded a house for a paperclip. He's the guy, yeah, you know how he, like, built his way up with the paperclip? Jim Benning would be the guy with the house. Would be the guy with the house being like, oh, yeah, I'll take the paperclip. Who traded all the way down for the paperclip. No, no, but that would imply that he's, like, getting a bit of value on the way i'm saying he skipped all the other <laughs> trades and went oh house paperclip for sure i need a paperclip right now all that my papers paper clip is undervalued yeah <laughs> well i think you guys could use a pick me up so uh, we should get into the clip of the week here because i think that will really the clip get of the week going. is great yeah and i think we got some well i, I don't know oh, the questions are gonna be miserable because yeah about the questions are all about the connects as we transition into uh the world of baseball yeah, the world of baseball for the clip of the week, and then we'll answer one mailbag question and call it a night. Yes, yeah, that because good uh, 
here's what's happening in baseball. Uh, well, a lot of things, but the funniest thing that happened was probably this clip. Which should we just present it without context? Yeah, I think we what we should say is that again we've already had a few contenders so far this year for clip of the year. This is another one, and baseball is just that sport where. These commentators have to fill three plus hours every single day for all of eternity. And eventually they run out of things to talk about or ways to keep themselves amused. So they do things like this. There's a photo just for context of an extremely fat cat on the screen as Dick Enberg begins speaking uh, during this game between the San Diego Padres and the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. Cat not happy about the 5-3. That's a plump pussy right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good pick-me-up right there. <laughs> Just awkward silence. And then here, kitty, that's ah, th- this silence. I'll do a Matt Wright. Walk me through the... Uh, <laughs> He's like, well, there's a fat cat on the screen. I better say something about that. Plump. Oh, that's a that's a good synonym for fat. That's great. Ooh, it's pussy. Less, it's less offensive than calling it fat. Yeah, plump. That's nice. Pussy. Oh boy, that's uh, that's he, slang. He, he could have said pussy cat. That's he, true. He could have saved himself. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's that's slang for a woman's vagina. Oh boy, I should probably stop talking. I, I okay. Well, oh boy, the silence now. We're getting to six, well, you know, have seven a, seconds. What have, am I? Uh, have a color guy here to pick up the slack yeah, for me I, when uh, I'm not talking. Oh, he's he's just laughing. Uh, what am I gonna? How am I gonna bring this back on the rails? I know. Let's uh, call the cat over here. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Nope, that wasn't right either. That is <laughs> that is offensive and creepy. Uh, well, I'm Dick Enberg. Uh, Thank you so. Why much. were they talking about a cat on a, at a Padres game? I don't know. It was a tweet. Somebody tweeted in. They tweeted their a picture cat of a cat was watching the game or something. I, oh, okay. I don't know. But uh, uh, was oh wasn't it one of the players' cats maybe or something? That would make sense. Maybe, maybe yeah. I have no idea. I don't remember. Regardless, when I tried to find the clip so that we could play it and talk about it, uh, I googled plump pussy, and I do not recommend anyone doing that. Well, you, I mean, you could well, have depending on your mood. <laughs> well, if you have safe search on, then you're probably or that like kids Google that we yeah. looked at. Or well, whatever. I don't think it would even let you search. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. Yeah, good shot. We're gonna need uh, Keith Smith to look into this. Keith, if you're listening, please. Uh, Use what was it called? Kittle? That's, yeah, which uh, sounds really which bad. Sounds yeah. really bad. <laughs> sounds also. like diddling. Yeah, so use that to uh, search for plump pussy and let us know what you come up with. Yeah, Keith, the uh. bad boy, the bad boy of uh, Vic- <laughs> Vancouver Island photography. Keith Smith. I think I'm still I'm I'm recovered a little bit. The plump pussy thing helped. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I'm probably gonna Google plump pussy later tonight. Well, <laughs> Do we want to talk about the NBA playoffs at all? Because last time we talked about the NBA playoffs, it was that everything felt predetermined. Yeah, that we wrote the Raptors off. We wrote the Thunder off. Yeah. And, And, uh, well, I mean, the Raptors... The Raptors probably were were correct to write them off. Yeah, they didn't look very good tonight. Uh, (laughs) But the Thunder are uh, currently beating the Warriors quite handily. Yeah. I mean, yes. And I think it was Bill Simmons last night who was speculating that the only explanation is that uh, Steph must be injured. Yeah, and I mean, everyone's saying that... I, I saw a quote today from Woj, I think, was saying that one source uh, was saying that Steph was at 70%. Yeah. Which... It seems like he came back really fast. 
like faster Obviously. than he needed to. Yeah. I think they were going to beat Portland on their own. Yeah. Like, I don't think he had to come back in that series at all. That overtime game, though, was fucking it awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, it was super awesome. But if they don't win the title, it means nothing. No yeah. one's going to remember it. Yeah. Uh, I'd be like, oh, five years from now, Steph came back, put up 40 points in overtime. Then they lost 4-1 to the Thunder in the conference finals. <laughs> Which, if the Thunder can continue to roll uh, and advance to the finals and win then that would be super cool for them. Yeah, that'd be great. Because they've been awesome for several years and have never really advanced past the Spurs. Yeah. I just saw I saw a great tweet by uh, Joe Mandy, uh, comedian Joe Mandy, super funny. And he was like, I would love to cheer for Oklahoma if I didn't feel like the majority of this crowd was pro-life. <laughs> <laughs> like if they were still in Seattle, you'd yeah. feel a lot oh, better yeah. about Hell it. yeah, I'd be Easy. going to games. No reservations yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, oh, of course, absolutely. But uh, not the case. No, nah, it happens. Yeah. Anyway, they're still uh, good. They're they're a good team. If they win, they would be fun to watch. Yep. So that would be fine. And t- Toronto, you got your not only your one win, two wins. In two fact, wins, baby. Probably the only time that people have been locked in an area called Jurassic Park and things have turned out well in the end. So <laughs> nice. Uh, that was good. Yeah, that's a good joke. So that was like. It was exciting. It was fun. Like that I, was like a Bruce Arthur tweet. I watched the closing moments yeah. ever. Very Bruce Arthur. Yeah, I was I watching like the that. closing moments of uh, Game Four at work. Like we had it streaming on the computer in the office, and I was running back and forth, like as I put stuff in the oven to go watch the final four minutes, and just like it reminded me of why. I wanted to talk about sports professionally in the first place. It was like euphoric moment, even though in my heart I still knew that they were probably going to lose the series. Yeah, tying it up at four or tying it up at two after four seemed good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Result, they could still they could push it to seven. But even, a- even if they lose, though, like you still got that like fleeting moment of just pure bliss you know what i mean yeah i know and it's it's been rare for me lately that sports allows me to feel that way yeah, i feel you uh given what we've talked about for the bulk True. of this episode do you yeah. wear and a beard I, I just network? Wanna... big pardon do you wear a beard network no oh wow okay. i was gonna say i just want to apologize to like most of our listeners no but, that's but they do they... like they like listening to us be like miserable well it's and... been a while uh yeah, it's... <laughs> it's been a while, been a while. Since Stephen cried on this podcast, no, really, just like a few weeks. Yeah. Did you cry? Or I was, you... no, I was angry then. Yeah, you went yeah, out that just was like resigned to yeah. like. Uh, I almost yeah, put right. a gun in my mouth. <laughs> I didn't want. To, I didn't say I wanted to pull the trigger. You'll notice. I just want to kind of like chew on a gun. <laughs> you know, how babies chew on a high-powered rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, how great. babies chew on guns? Not guns. While they're maybe when they're water skiing. Yeah. Water skiing. Yeah. When they're teething. <laughs> When, in Florida, when babies are teething, they just give them a gun. Let's <laughs> hope for the best. We'll make the pain go away one of two ways. Well, um, speaking of scary people with guns, Stefan, you had quite a weekend this weekend. ISIS. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot that we were going to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my Twitter account got hacked by... Uh, have you guys heard of ISIS, the terrorist group? Well, I mean, Obama says ISIL, like the Levant, I yeah. guess. So I, I'll go with ISIS here. It's it's easier to say. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they hacked one of my uh, one of my Twitter accounts this past weekend, um, and I mean, it was terrifying. Like it's just the one thing you never want to wake up to. Uh, and this happened at like two in the afternoon, so I did wake up to it. <laughs> um, but we do have because uh, I mean, it, it's it's Catwell Farrell. We run a pretty tight ship over there, other than uh, the whole being hacked by ISIS thing. Um, and so I wanted to bring on um, 
one of our employees from KWF Enterprises, uh, LLC, and uh, we have him with us today. His name is Dick Pudd, and he's the head of online security at uh, KWF Enterprises. Uh, Dick Pudd, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm here, guys. Thanks a lot, Stefan. Uh, good to talk to you again. Um, it's some unfortunate circumstances here, but, um, but I'm glad we're getting out in front of the story just like we discussed uh, in our meeting last week. So thanks for having me on. Oh, anytime. Um, so, Dick, uh, I mean, I, I know what happened, and my two uh, co-hosts, I believe they know what happened, but our listeners might not. Uh, so what happened on Sunday to, uh, to Cat Will Ferrell? Okay, well, uh, just for everybody out there listening who doesn't know, uh, of course, uh, Cat Will Ferrell, KWF Enterprises, uh, is a whole content team, uh, but it's just actually one, uh, one piece of the portfolio of uh, Damn It's So Funny, um, Inc. and that company is sort of a um, it's sort of, sort of an umbrella company for a lot of the accounts that you see um, all over Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, and we've got into the millions of followers on some of these accounts. So, uh, Stefan, well, what are some of the accounts that people are going to recognize um, as being part of our inter- of our corporation? Of course, we got Cat Will Ferrell. Um, I believe we've got. Um, uh, the real John Leguizamo. Um, who else are we working with? Do you do you uh, have any? Just we have uh, Bonzi Wells official. Okay, Bonzi. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's not one. actually. It's like a Bonzi Wells parody account, but of course, uh, oh yes, of course. Yeah, we should course. clarify that. But he's got like six million followers. Posts a lot of relatable yeah. stuff uh, under the yep, guise yep. of Bonzi Wells. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Oh, we, uh, oh, we. Is is, yeah. is black gay Republican Stewie from Family Guy? Is that you guys? Uh, well, so we do, actually, we do black trans Stewie, uh, from Family Guy, so, uh, there's a little bit, it's, it's a little bit different, we kind of see black gay Stewie from Family Guy as a competitor, so I don't want to give them any more airtime than necessary, but yeah, black trans Stewie from Family Guy is one of our more popular accounts, especially among young men ages 18 to 1,000. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I think a lot of uh, people, myself included, Dick, are wondering, like, uh, how could something like this have happened, I- especially to a company that has a dedicated security team uh, headed up by yourself? Uh, well, uh, you know, now that we've got sort of the background out of the way, the, the next thing I want to do is just make it totally clear this is not my fault in any way. Um, this is not my responsibility uh, to make sure that uh, the accounts don't get hacked. Um, my my responsibility is to make sure um, that uh, I don't I don't know. Okay, so I'll look at my job description later. Um, and Dick, we can I, talk I, about that. Your job title is head of online security at KWF Enterprises. Okay, so I'm online, right? Yeah. All right. So. Right. Okay, but what can you tell us about the ISIS hack? How how did it happen? So the ISIS. What happened with the ISIS hack is, um, and again, I just want to clarify: it's not my fault. It's none of my employees' fault. Um, but uh, somebody, and I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go into specifics here. Uh, code name S hack. Uh, accidentally clicked on a link in an email uh, that was offering 50 free sandwiches, um, and at that time his account was compromised. Uh, the password was fished, um, and uh, I think at that point, uh, ISIS probably uh, typed the password into the password box uh, at Twitter.com, 
and uh, and gained access uh, to the account on account of the sandwiches. Now, for those who didn't see the hack when it went down on Sunday, what kind of content was ISIS posting to the account? Uh, hey, just, sorry, Justin. It's it's crazy over here at KWF. We've got. Um, I'm sure you can probably hear in the background here. We've just got all kinds of stuff. I mean, we, people are calling us. Hey, do you have comments on this? What does Cat Will Ferrell think himself? Um, and I said, okay, Cat Will Ferrell is actually not a person. It's an account. It's a parody. But you know, it doesn't matter. We've just got so much going on over here. And so, I'm sorry. So you can you? Uh, <laughs> sorry, we're we still use typewriters for some reason. Um, and uh, so, what was that question again? It was what kind of content was ISIS posting to the account when they had control of it? Uh, it, was, it was it was some really funny stuff. Um, it was uh, it was uh, ISIS. Uh, what was it? ISIS is good. ISIS is the best. I don't know. I don't actually follow Cat Will Ferrell on Twitter, so I did not see these posts um, until a few hours after it had already occurred. Uh, but I'm told it was great. It was really great stuff for the brand. It's not really my department. Well, you know, you're the head of on like I, you know, your job title. You're head of online security at KWF, and Cat Will Ferrell got hacked by. A terrorist organization. You you feel as though you have no part to play in that. Uh, that's right. Yep, that's actually correct. Um, uh, I'm I'm not actually, I'm not a big sandwich person in general. So as far as I'm concerned, this does not concern me. Uh, I'm here to help out, to lend my assistance in any way possible. Uh, but unfortunately, I do not have much to offer at this time uh, as regards the the compromised account. Dick, uh, do you like hot dogs? Big hot dog fan, yeah. Love me a hot dog. Well, technically a hot dog is a sandwich. So, real catch-22, you found yourself in there. Hey, sorry, we got a, we got a real situation over here, guys. Uh, it's really good. There's a big dust-up over here. I don't know if you guys hear what's going on in the background at, there. At, at the office? Yeah, I'm, I'm here in the I'm on the first floor. Sounds, on the first, sounds like some spooky things are going on there. Is ISIS retaliating against your physical space having been vanquished from your online space? Yeah, somehow they've gone from the digital to the analog realms. And once again, uh, being head of online security, uh, I can't really say what is going on uh, inside of the building. Uh, I don't really see that as my territory at this time. Uh, but, uh, but I will say that it, it does seem like, uh, there are some men with guns around here. Um, and I, yeah, yeah. And there goes Daffy and he's really upset about this. So, uh, it seems like the whole gang. Is that, uh, is that one of your parody accounts as, as well, Dick? Do you have some sort of Daffy Duck themed I'm sorry. It's very hard to take this interview seriously with the Daffy getting attacked in the background. Yeah, sorry. I apologize. So that, that was actually that was the Tasmanian devil. I want to apologize uh, for him. He's um, very ruthless. And we all know that. Um, he so, should actually not be here at this time. Yeah, go on. Sorry. I, I, so is is do you have uh, some sort of parody uh, Daffy Duck account? Is that or Looney Tunes? Is that something you you typically work with? Is that an area that you guys are that you guys are there at the in the under the damn it's that's funny umbrella? Uh, no, actually, Daffy is in sales here. Oh, uh, so, okay. yeah, he's one of the uh, he's he's one of our sales executives. Great guy. Uh, drives a white Mustang. Pretty cool. Well, <laughs> it, it might not be your fault that any of this happened in the first place, but it probably was your responsibility 
uh, to deal with it after the fact. So I'm sure a lot of people want to know, uh, Mr. Dick Pud, how exactly uh, did you vanquish ISIS from the account? Okay, so what I did uh, after noticing... Um due to approximately 49,000 emails uh, and, and just uh, five texts. Um, I, I did notice that the account had been compromised, and, and at that time um, I did access the account myself, um, and I did go ahead and uh, actually from... Yeah, I know, it was tough. Uh, you can hear my assistant right here, Jonathan. And uh, so I just, I just handed it right over to Jonathan, Jonathan, listen, we've been over this. You're going to have to take it because this it's part of your job. I'm sorry, you guys. So Jonathan is my assistant. He's the assistant uh, head of security. And uh, so after I noticed that the account was compromised, um, I did go ahead and have a snack. Um, and then I did go ahead and turn that over to Jonathan. Um, and Jonathan is taking a well-deserved break at this moment. All right. Come on. S- settle down over there, fella. And uh, anyway, so he took it over from there, and he he did a great job doing, um, you know, whatever it was that he did, and it turned out great. Um, but but I will say that it is not my fault that this happened, um, and so I appreciate everybody else agreeing with me right now and, and saying that into the microphones as well. Well, I I mean I don't know personally if I agree with that, Dick, but uh, I mean, you're gonna die for that, Jonathan. Please. Is everything okay over there? Now is not the time. He's. Uh, I changed the channel. He's. So a lot of times, there's not. Uh, you know, typically online security is a pretty laid back job. You actually don't have to pay attention to that much stuff. Um, it doesn't really matter what happens because uh, this job is a joke, um, and this whole company is a farce, and nothing important ever happens here, and so it doesn't really matter. Um, and what's the worst case scenario? Really, I can't even think of anything bad that would happen. Um, so basically we just sit around and watch TV a lot of times, uh, and you know, and I changed the channel and this guy, over- I'm gonna kick your ass, bitch. Hey, you know, <laughs> I'm on the phone <laughs> for crying out loud, man. I'm trying to talk to some friends of mine. <laughs> no, I most certainly will not blow it out my ass. <laughs> this is going in your file and you're going to get a pretty serious reprimand. I'm, I'm certain of it. Okay. <laughs> Did he just bleep right, himself? Well. He bleeped himself. That was somewhat respectful, actually. Yeah, I be- yeah, yeah. He got a. He, he's got a bleep. He carries it around. It's real funny. It's real funny, Jonathan. Uh, well, I, I have to say, for for someone who was the subject of a. Uh, of you know an online terror attack, you you seem very aloof about the whole thing, and and uh, I mean, as I understand it, you're actually physically under attack right now as well, and don't seem too concerned about that either. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, my favorite show just came on uh, Bar Rescue. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. Uh, so it just popped on the old tube, and I flipped right over uh, to that. I, I got to check back to work. You. Lacker. This is part of my work. <laughs> I'm on the phone. This is my job, Jonathan. You have to I'm your boss and as your boss and honestly as your personal friend, I consider us friends, you know, and I think you have to respect your head off and shit down your neck. That does that's not how friends talk to each other, you know. I'm going to get medieval on your asses. Yeah, okay. Well, he's a history major, so a lot of times he goes into this kind of stuff. <laughs> Do you want to maybe baby What's that? 
Do you want to maybe leave the room? Do you want to like leave Jonathan? Leave the room. Yeah, like or or kick Jonathan out of the room, maybe. Uh ooh. I you know I feel like as the head of online uh, security, that's actually not a part of my job at this time um, to kick Jonathan out of the room. Um, but I will make a note of it. Absolutely. Your face, your ass. What's the difference? You know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> what What is the difference, Dick? What uh, What's the difference between my face and my ass, Dick? Is that what you said? Not your ass, Dick. Like Dick is in your name. D- Dick is my. Na- That's right. Yes, Dick is my name. My face. Yeah, my face is up here. You know, women always say that. Uh, my a- My ass is down here. They don't say that as often. But that's a. That's basically about the difference. It hurts to be you. I think it's okay, and like I said, it's not my fault. So um, maybe you ought to get out of here for a little while, Jonathan. I don't know that you're actually contributing to the discussion all that much. See you in hell. Come on, man. It's, I don't know why you talk to me like that. We we have all the time in the world together. Don't have time to play with myself. Well, that's not... All right. Seems like Jonathan is a real badass who is probably the one responsible for... I kill you old style. It seems like some... It seems like he accidentally said that almost. Like, he didn't... <laughs> Like he didn't mean to, like he meant to say something else, and that came out instead. That was really weird. I mean, Anyways, I was kind of just in the middle of complimenting him. Was that directed at me or him? Am I on speakerphone right now? Uh, at this time, you are on speakerphone. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so he is able to hear what you're saying, and he's going to kill me, old style, or you. Uh, yeah. He didn't really. He didn't specify. I guess, and it doesn't seem like there is a good way for him to specify. Um, well, I was gonna say it seems like he's in line for a promotion if he's the one who handled ISIS, and if he's got that kind of no nonsense attitude. You know, I really like what I'm hearing from Jonathan right now. Stefan, what about you? I mean, he sounds like he should be head of security. I, I would. Uh, I would agree with you there, Justin. Um, Dick, what do you what do you think about that? Well, look at that. You can see my dick from here. And that's the kind of stuff, just Jonathan, that, that's going to keep you from uh, being a C-level executive uh, such as myself. You know you, you, you know, you can't get in front of the bigwigs of the company and, and start saying stuff like you can see my dick from here. Nobody can see your dick. I think, was he talking about you, though? Oh, yeah. So maybe it was like a... Like a camaraderie thing. Yeah, you know what? I think you're right. You're, John, is that what? You, yeah, you're his dick. You guys yeah. are just palling around. Hey, I'm your dick. You're my Jonathan. Uh, you know what? Uh, now seeing this side of you, um, I'm glad we hashed this out, Jonathan. I really feel like we're on a new level of respect. I appreciate what you did with the ISIS thing. Um, and I think I'd like to go ahead and, and move forward in a more professional um, and enlightened even uh, circumstance here. I'm going to go ahead and cut the TV off, if that's okay. I ought to break a broom handle off in your ass. Uh, I feel like we walked back some of the progress <laughs> there just a little bit. but. Um... Well, as someone who is not taking any responsibility for the initial incident, are you taking full responsibility for its resolution? Absolutely. At this time, I am prepared to do that. Uh, yes, and... Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and take take full credit for that. And I'm going to absolve myself once again of any responsibility uh, with the sandwich hack. 
uh, as we are now internally, we are calling it the sandwich hack. A lot of people are referring it to it, to it as the ISIS hack uh, in the media, uh, but to us, it's called it's the sandwich hack, and that's probably how we're going to remember it uh, from here on out. And uh, and it looks like someone uh, has chopped our secretary's head off uh, at this time. Well, I'll be I'll be in the office on uh, on Friday, Friday afternoon. So uh, we can definitely okay. we can. I feel as though we need to have a bit of a face to face about uh, recent events, um, especially with the attack going on right now. Um, are, are, is everything going to be okay? Like, will the office still be there when I get there? That's not really within uh, the scope. Um, of my, I don't feel like that's my responsibility really uh, at this time, but. Uh, I will say that the structure has definitely absorbed uh, some major damage. Uh, it seems unsafe uh, to be in at this time. Uh, there, uh, there is fire in the building, uh, and the uh, fire sprinklers have not gone off at this time. Well, you are staying by your post, and for that, we respect you, Dick for doing your duty, and uh, no matter what happens in your meeting on Friday, and it sounds like things might not go so well for you, you have defeated ISIS, and can probably look forward to a long and prosperous career in civic politics. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me on, uh, and as my office uh, crashes down around me, I just want to say uh, that uh, there is no such thing as a free sandwich. And I'm happy to go down with my ship here uh, as, as, uh, as, as whatever it is that, um, that I'm supposed to do. Well, Dick, thank this you. Really and pisses me off. You're pissing me off. No, I'm really pissed off. And Jonathan seems pissed off, so I guess we better go, guys. <laughs> well, thanks, Dick. I'll, I'll see you on Friday, hopefully. Okay, Stefan. Hey, uh, don't forget your security badge. <laughs> That's uh, that's, that's like kind a, of a security guy joke. It's a bit of security humor. Yeah, that's kind of the stuff we we laugh at around here. <laughs> well, thanks, Dick. Okay, uh, guys, I'll thanks so much. Yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dick Pud from Cat Will Ferrell Enterprises LLC. Well, that was quite something. Uh, uh, something yeah. is the word I would use. Yes, it was well, a well, quite. It, it was a something. Quite and, is uh, quite is generous. I think. So should we, should we move from there into the Twitter mailbag? One question mailbag. It's letter time. <laughs> we'll do. Yeah, we'll do very. It's few. letter time. It's letter time. <laughs> <laughs> letter time. It, it, it's letter time. What am I reading? Letter time. Letter, letter, letter time. Next question. I was gonna. I was gonna say we should do fewer questions because most of them are the same. Yeah. Yeah. They're all talking about shit we've already got sad about. Yeah. We can get sad about it again. I guess. Everybody getting sad. Everybody. Uh, one of them. This is from. Um, this is a good question from Sir Knuckles. Why is Jim Benning? Uh, I don't know. I guess we just deserve it. Yes, yeah, no uh, put on this earth to punish us. Yeah. Uh, Ryan at Verviticus writes in, can I call in for a segment that's called Ryan's Outlook on the Canucks and it's just me screaming for 15 minutes? 
uh, to which friend of the show, Bick Nazar, also chimes in with, can I jump in on this as well? We can harmonize. I like the sound of that. Well, ah. Ryan texted me, actually. He, he texted me a private question, and we're going to ask it right now. Ooh. Uh, and it's actually a question. Ooh, you and Ryan private It's a It's quest? a question for the listeners of the show, uh, especially oh, okay. ones in Vancouver. The RGLs? Yes. Uh, and Ryan's question is, and this is our question to you guys in Vancouver, how many real good listeners would be willing to sneak in to the season ticket summit with us and uh, chant fuck Benning or fire Benning or some variation nice. thereof. Uh, so I'd like to hear back from you. I'm, I'm sure down. we can get some people. Yeah. I'm not I even mean, if anybody has a, a spare ticket, yeah. I would definitely go also. Yeah. So if you can get us our spare, like I've got two, I think I get a few spare tickets as well. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out the logistics yeah. of it. I think if my experience going to wrestling shows has taught me anything, it's that I'm very loud and can get chance. It's going to be, it's going to be rowdy. Like fuck la- last you, year's. Benning. Last year's was rowdy, and he's made a lot of really stupid moves. What if he then. just didn't speak at the event? What if it was like Lyndon only? What if he Fuck went up there and we got to Lyndon. like throw trash at him? What if it was like Roger Goodell? He just like laid low for the entire summer, just did not appear. Honestly, publicly I wouldn't at be surprised point. if they just canceled the season ticket holder summit. It's very yeah. possible. It hasn't gone well the last few times. They just keep doing it though. They, well, they did several last year, which is not smart. <laughs> Uh, Marlon Phillips at Marlon the Man writes in, I work at the Kamloops Airport. Please come and shoot me with a high-powered <laughs> rifle. Well, it's a callback to my uh, rifle jokes. Yeah. Airport seems like a bad place to bring a rifle. Perhaps we could go to an undisclosed field so we are not pinned with your death. Sentito 59 is Jim Benning a stupid idiot. Yes. I think we've established this already. Kaylee Crosby, after today's trade news, are Justin and Stefan okay? Do they need to talk to a professional... How can we help? Well, you can help by giving us money. And I think clearly, if you've listened this far, you know we need professional help. <laughs> yeah, so. maybe that'll be our next episode. It will be live with the psych. Office it- meme liker at a Hylers. Who is worse to listen to, Greg Zahn or Don Cherry? Greg Zahn. Because Greg Zahn is trying to be Don Cherry. Yeah. Yes. And when he's on, though, he can be really good. Well, and we funny. did have him as one of our clips yeah. of the week. So, so. like, uh, you know, I support Greg Zahn, but he's also nakedly trying to be Don Cherry, whereas, yeah. like, he'll never have the kitsch appeal and value that can't, Don does. He can't be Don Cherry. There's only one Don Cherry, exactly. thank God. Uh, Sam Brunner, are you overwhelmingly happy this trade provided you with such great content? No! <laughs> uh, Beer Tigra asks. How many Nigerian princes has Jim Benning helped transfer money to? <laughs> and the answer is greater than two. Because the first one, he was like, oh, this seems like a good idea. And the second one, he said, well, I got burned last time, but maybe this one's real. Learn to love again. <laughs> trust, <laughs> trust again, as it were. Uh, David Hamblin, do you still like hockey now? Yes. Very much enjoyed watching these playoffs. Probably most of all because the Canucks haven't been in them. <sighs> Kevin at Reasonable Onion. First of all, what the fuck? Second, are you okay? I think we're okay. I, uh, just to go back to the Nigerian Prince question, uh, Jim Benning uh, has given money to 009 Nigerian Princes. That is the area code in Nigeria. Ah, okay. Tommy Cook, can you build a good NHL team without graduating many prospects from your own farm system? I'm hockey dumb and legit have no idea. Well, as a fan of the early 2000s, no salary cap Leafs, I can confirm that the answer to that question is no. As a fan of the current Canucks, well, 
You already know the answer to that. You'll yeah. see what's going to happen. Any contending team needs cheap players from within their own system to step up and outperform their contracts. Yeah, in a salary cap league, it's almost impossible. You need to have st- you need to have almost like at least one star star ish player yeah. on a or future star player. I, on I actually I just contract. saw a tweet that changed my mind about the Good Branson deal. Now I think it's really good. So here's the tweet. It's from Sportsnet's own Brad Fay, hey. noted hockey mind. And he says, Nick Kiprios just said it best. The Panthers got hosed by the Canucks. Great deal for Van. So there you go. <laughs> Nick Kiprios liked it. The guy whose career ended due to a traumatic brain injury. Yeah. Well, in he, hockey. He didn't he get said, like, hit in the head during. Yeah, he in hockey. That, yeah. You know, big, strong defensemen don't just grow on trees. Big shitty no, players they're made out of trees, yeah. am I right? <laughs> He's a real oak tree, that good Branson. That's what stupid fans will do you, say. You notice, uh, do you notice what he said there? He said big, strong defenseman. He didn't say good, skilled defenseman. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, that seems to me to be like more important than just like big. Yeah. Right? Yes. Friend Is that the, just me? No, 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 you're right. Yeah? No. no, that's correct. You're correct. Friend of the show, at Bertovo, how many days of horrible, crippling, life-altering diarrhea would you suffer through to get rid of Benning? Zero. Like in a row or just like... Yeah, in a row. Oh, man. Diarrhea is not... Like, diarrhea has its pros and its cons. (laughs) (laughs) You lose a lot of What are the pros? You're not puking? The pros... Yeah, there's that. The other pro is that... Like, I prefer diarrhea to like... A re- like a really like hard crap to crap out. You know what I mean? Where you're, you're pushing and it like hurts a lot. Diarrhea <laughs> just kind of comes out. <laughs> no, but it's true. Well, you know I'm right. Real good show. It's been fun for 47 episodes. And, no, can uh, someone back me up on this? we say goodbye to Stefan's house and <laughs> it's true, this no, podcast it, in and general. And his bathroom also. <laughs> it's true. No, but it's true. So uh, to answer his question, like I'd go like two weeks straight. Wow, holy shit. Two weeks? Yeah. Oh, my God. I would go even longer, man. Oh, my God. I was going to say, like, three months. Oh, three (laughs) months? Are you mental? Do you know how long we're going to have to stick with this fucking guy Three months. Yeah. 90 straight days of diarrhea? (laughs) Are Are you kidding? Well, no, I do January, February, March. February's 28 days. Oh, my God. 29 a leap year. Yeah. Yeah. Play it smart. Your relationship would be over. <laughs> break up, break up, breakdown. Justin, you're, it seems like you like the toilet more than you like me. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I just, you know, it, it's a while, but I feel Three like Three months to, is crazy. <laughs> two you're, weeks is nothing. You're crazy. Three months is this crazy. This is a big thing. This is crazy talk. <laughs> you guys are both talking crazy. Two weeks, I was already like, that's too much. Three months... <laughs> You're crazy. I don't think you know what you're talking about. Okay, I'm going to make note of this. I'm setting a reminder for August 25th, and I'm going to be like, remember that time? You would have had diarrhea from then until now. The thing is, you could just be like in the hospital or something. Oh, my like, God. You guys are both crazy. Okay. It's, have you seen what Benning has done it's to It's going us? bad, but it's not, it's not that bad. It is that bad. Dude, it's three that months? Bad. That's nuts. Well, I said, I said two weeks. Yeah. And that's still too much. Yeah. See, I did the price is right rule. Where yeah. You kind of bid lower. Go under. Smart. Yeah. I should have said zero, I guess. Or yeah, one. One. One, one, one yeah. day. One day. Yeah. Justin's like three months. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Three months. Well, like, you know, you got to give to get here. And you we're getting something big. You could have said though, three weeks, though. I love sports, but like, I don't even know if I would accept one day. Like to know that I'm going to get it. Be like, yeah, you're just going to have really crippling diarrhea for a day. I'd be like, ah, whatever. It's not that bad. 
No, it'll I get better eventually. Sure. Two weeks, no question. Oh my god, you guys are crazy, man. <laughs> you guys are crazy. This trade has really done you guys in. I've yeah, I'm talking about diarrhea and how I prefer that god. to like. I, <sighs> Although I guess to be fair, you guys would shit more now that you have good brand. Oh, that's that's yeah. could have instead of just like sneaking in the yeah it could have been the good, brand, good brand son, son. yeah yeah you could have sunned us that actually makes me feel worse about the train <laughs> yeah that he's got like a pun worthy name yeah that's some good brand son <sighs> well I uh, like I love the idea that his son's making brand for his dad <laughs> <laughs> in this scenario ah oh, that's some good brand son ah oh, thanks dad I tried really hard on the brand farm. Just, just what do you make bran out of? I thought these muffins would it's keep like oats, you regular. Is it? Is it? Is oh, it yeah. Oat, oat bran? Yeah, I guess that's right. Is that what bran is? Bran is such a shitty word. Do you, think, do you think Jim Benning was like thinking, no thinking about breakfast and then Florida called him? And he yeah, was like maybe. looking through a list of the players. And he's like, oh, Branson. I think, the I think when they were talking it over, they were like, well, he's, he's got good right in his name. He's got to yeah, be good. He's got to be good. But that'll do it for the Twitter mailbag. That <sighs> yeah. will. Let's get out of that. <laughs> Get out of this. After quite a revelation let's, at the end there. Let's get out of this episode. That will lead us into everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we actually like from the world at large. Ladies and gentlemen, it's called One Good Thing. A lot of people love each other. The world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, I'm going to do a headline, and I'm kind of tired. I didn't really prepare anything, so I'm just going to go with the first headline I see. Uh, One dead, three injured after shooting a T.I. concert in New York City. (laughs) At least four people were shot, one fatally on Wednesday, when gunfire broke out at Manhattan's Irving Plaza, where rapper T.I. was scheduled to perform. You guys remember Ti? So Ti wasn't even there yet. Ti spent I guess a lot not. of time in jail. That's so the good. That's to... that's the one good thing is that Ti is okay. <laughs> oh my god! One good thing. Ti didn't die. So one one person dead, and three people are injured. I don't know how they're. I mean, one there could be more deaths, I guess, but, but Ti is alive. <laughs> Remember, uh, remember, remember what you know. Remember that song, "What You Know." Did you just Google Ti song? No. Yeah. I, no, I, it's what you. He did. He's I, looking at it on YouTube. I can see it. In his no, window. I'm looking at the oh. one dead, three injured. Anyway, it's good that one person died at a Ti concert. That's what I'm saying right now. All right. I said ISIS uh, was bad earlier, and I'm throwing you guys a curveball. <laughs> good geez. that a person died at a Ti. No, oh, I'm just my kidding. God. It's that's bad, but Ti. <laughs> So. <laughs> Christ, uh, what was I supposed to do? I'm I'm quitting one good thing for several weeks. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm gonna go music again. I've been really into this album by a band called Tiny Moving Parts. The album is called Celebrate. Uh, it's kind of like uh, it's part of the sort of like emo punk revival that's going on right now. Reminds me a lot of like Monine, that kind of like mathy sort of pop punk sound. Uh, yeah, just been listening to it a ton, bringing me back to the old days. Good sunny weather soundtrack. So yeah, check it out. Tiny moving parts. 
celebrate. All right. Well, I will pick some music also. Oh, well, then I would have picked a movie from Netflix if we're doing each other's thing. <laughs> I pick oh. music quite a bit, too. I guess no, I could see movie. if someone else died at a concert. This tonight. is a movie by Adam Wingard. It's called The Mug. It's where a bunch of people <laughs> drink coffee out of mugs, and then well, someone dies, and it's gory but lovely. Adam Wingard loves it. is in Vancouver at the moment I don't working on something fuck. or other. I would love uh, for us to just randomly run into him. He was. Fa- favorite filmmaker of the program. Wow. Well, uh, of yeah. two, official, two out of three. Official filmmaker yeah, of Real Good Show. He's the official filmmaker Jesus of Real Good Christ. Show. Jesus Christ. What were the actual movies he did? Hotel, Death, no. Star. <laughs> the Guest. The Guest. The and You're Next. Be Our Guest. And he has a new one coming out in September called, called The Woods. Doorknob Fucker. Which is apparently very scary. The Woods looks good. The, it does. The, yeah. the, bl- the Woods of Algernon. Can I just quickly give a shout out to the, uh, the Phillips Brothers? Malarkey and Marlin. They're not actually brothers. <laughs> but they posted something in the but Facebook But they both group. have crazy names that start with M. No, I know, but they... Is Ma- his real name Malarkey? Did we ever confirm I that? I mean, I doubt it. No. We're going to find out, I guess. Because I think there are people named Malarkey. That's like, no, a, that's like, a, that's like a party That sounds game. like a bunch of Malarkey. I, it does, doesn't it? Uh, so anyway, he posted a picture uh, when Bart trades the, the doorknob to or the doorstop to Homer for the Danish. Yes. Remember? Yes. And it's like, that's like Jim Benning, obviously. Right. Is Homer in that situation. And Marlon replied and said, this family knows how to post content. And Malarkey says, there are at least three Phillips on here. Official last name of RGS. And Marlon says, I think it has to be. And Marlon and Malarkey and whoever the third Phillips is, I agree. Excellent. I'm Phillips, into it. Phillips. The official, the official last name of RGS. Sorry and, to interrupt. And you. beer. And, and the official brewing official company. Beer too. Brewer. Yeah. Well, well no. I don't know. I work for one also. That's Second true. official. Yeah. yeah. Secondary. Secondary. Yeah. yeah. They're a backup. They're on deck. The silver medal craft brewer. Well, it's like Absolutely. a lacrosse is the official sport of Canada. Yeah. You know it's like I mean? we all know what the real deal is. <laughs> um... Yeah, well, I, is was the, going, I was going to recommend music. Hold on a second. I'm still on the Phillips thing. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got over it yet. It's also the official screwdriver and light bulb supplier. No, um, I uh, was going to say, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, please do. It's yeah. growing by the day, and it's a lot of really fun content posted every day. And, and uh, it is a great insight into how little of a life Aaron Mackay has. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's posting on there 19 times a day. <laughs> so if you... <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron. You've been a very dedicated listener, but I just had to throw and that in. And friend, also. Yeah, well, friend of yours. Yes. <laughs> well, okay, he's a friend of mine, too, because he actually talked to me after my show. True. So, you know what, Aaron? You're back on my good list. And he, he, Not that you were ever he off drive it. to see you, too? Yeah, from Red Deer. Yeah. One hour drive. So that's Brought his girlfriend. Right there. Nice lady. Yeah. Everyone was good. No, he's he's good. So it's obviously. And he spoke to you. It's all, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. Yeah. Absolutely. But he does look like well, E.T. I would but, like to... Good guy. I would like to recommend some. Would you say he looks like E.T. if you had to pick a movie character? Mm. <laughs> I'd say E.T. E.T. think he's slick. <laughs> you guys remember that? That meme? I would like yeah. to recommend some music that really oh, speaks to me. Oh, okay. Uh, there's that segue talent once again. Booty Poppin' Bitches by, um, by Cherry Poppin' Daddy? No, it's a, it's a bit of an older album, and I feel like most people might have uh, been aware of it already. But then if you're not, then maybe you will enjoy it. Because occasionally I just find albums again on shuffle and just go hard into listening to them yeah. for like two weeks at a time. Nice. And that album right now is uh, Civilian. 
by Y.O. Oh, great album. Now you're talking to me. I yeah. like this. That's my one of, that's my, might be my favorite band. Yeah, might be one of the best records of this decade. Oh, so good. So uh, I'm listening to it a lot in the car lately. Good call. Very much enjoying that. And, great band. Uh, would strongly recommend great it. Great live band. I have not seen them. You got to do well, it. Well, maybe if I did get the chance, I would use the SeatGeek mobile app promo code real good. Probably you would do that. And They're with that. Coming to Seattle in July. We should go. Yeah, we should go. All right. With that, that will do it for this week's God, episode. how long is this fucking thing? It's been like four hours. Our roommate, <laughs> for one final time, is Chris Adam. Let's hear it for him, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Adam, yes, absolutely. And Tubble the Dog. And yes, Tubble, and the, Tubble dog. the Dog. Who was also. farting on that? Yeah, <laughs> oh absolutely. <God>. Absolutely. <laughs> Our intern is SeatGeek, promo code real good. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Phillips. Uh, Branson. Just don't even care anymore. Oh, man. I thought for sure we were going to connect again. I thought Phillips was going to be right there for you. I thought the good was serving you guys up for Branson. We also screwed up by giving Chris a round of applause. We should have just rubbed our palms (laughs) (laughs) like he does with his penis. That's the joke. The rosy palm. You guys ever heard of that? It's where you rub the head of your penis on your palm. Why would you do that? Well, because then it's, it's, it's like a slow masturbation technique, and then eventually you come. Mm. Slow? Yeah, slow. Five what? Tips to I don't know. So, well, show. sometimes if you want to enjoy it. Yeah, I've never it, done it. I've done. just heard of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you ever know. done that, Chris? Chris, does seem Chris like, have you ever done it? He seems like a slow masturbator. You've ever, have you ever gone you for seem, the slow uh, Yeah, you seem like blow? you enjoy a slow, a, sl- a slow blow. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's weird. Absolutely not. I don't endorse endorse this. <laughs> but you do endorse Sarah Palin for porn celebrity 2014. Yeah, yeah, I totally do endorse that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay, bye, I guess. <laughs> bye.
I don't know what's going on in hockey, but I'm sure it's bad. It's well, very yeah. bad. You remember when you, you saw me tweet about it earlier, and you thought I was just making up names? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Gumber Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe Gord Number Muncher did it again. Oh. <laughs> this part's going in the show. Yeah, I think we're... <laughs> we may actually, actually have to have you on to talk Canucks at some point. Yeah, when does when are the Stanley Cup Finals? The Canucks are in that, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. Oh yeah, that's why we're so mad about them. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't win by enough goals, is that why? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a plump pussy right there. 